This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. I don't say this every week, but I especially mean it this week. We are joined by the bearded big baller, the prince of pods, the Don Dada of the dirty, the Brad Miller mogul, the multimedia maestro, the alpha of the A, baron of the Burks, king of the court, co-host of the No Dunks podcast, Trey Kirby. I love it. I love it. I've been waiting so long to hear what my intro would be. I've been Coming waiting through. for such a long time. And I just, uh, honestly, I wish I could live that moment again. Growing fits super fan, Trey Kirby. We're going to get into ourselves no no for, we're going to, we're going to talk about ourselves for approximately two and a half hours, about two yeah. and a half hours from now. But um, when did you become a, thrower, or a fan of the previous podcast endeavor that shall not be named? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm even before that. I'm talking tumblers. I'm talking, I remember when Lawrence was wearing bean, bean boots. I remember when Lawrence was recommending people go to Target and buy a denim shirt. We're talking <laughs> old school. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, you know, I was back then. I kept up with the fashion bros. I oh, yeah. participated R. in R. the... Yeah, exactly. R.I.P. We got a lot of R.I.P.s in our past, all of us here. This whole show point. is a eulogy for I.P. That has long, has long been That's forgotten. exactly right. We put the I.P. in R.I.P. Episode Trey, title, in five minutes, we got it. We're professionals. And Trey, you, you big-dicked us as soon as you joined the Zoom with the fucking professional rig because... Oh, yeah. Are you the first professional podcaster we've had on the show? I think so. Ooh. I want to say. What about so. da- what about David S. Portnoy? Yeah, I guess so. well, I, I mean, you've a- had some you've had some monster voices in my realm of the internet as well. Come on, Big Cat is sure, a sports yeah. podcaster, and got, that guy's like a monster. That's yeah. true. Big yeah. Cat's huge. He brought a he brought. But he never had a TV show for six years. You know what I'm saying? Just, just one week. Just no one. Yeah, one episode. <laughs> yeah, for a pilot. No, but he, what are you saying, James? He brought 1,800 to our live? Is that he brought 1,800 very confused stoolies to a live with a very stoned yeah. Chuck. <laughs> I was there. I was watching. I was part of that moment. It was exciting. Oh, There's right. no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the IG Live is killing it. I don't know if we got to save about talking how good Chuck is at running the IG Live till later. Wow. Um, but like, it's becoming a part of my family life, unfortunately. The longer you wait in the episode, the higher and more quiet Chuck's going to get. So if you want to engage with Chuck, like shoot your shot early. When you're yeah. here, your family. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I love it. No, it's a prestige. Yeah. It's a new prestige franchise from a general prestige program. And uh, we're just happy that you could be a part of it, Trey. You're the uh, extended I'd love universe. to see the you're spinoffs. You got to be multi platform. Yeah. You got to be doing everything. People want to I mean, see your faces. This There's is the multi season of the side mission. It's all side missions. That's all we're doing out here. This is the Sultan of the side mission right here, Trey no. Kirby. Yeah. And you've been, you've been a long requested guest. Not only yes. have you been a fan, but people have been like, yo. Whenever they see us like interacting and shit on socials, they're like, yo, Trey on the pod went. You're a celeb, we, bro. Always, we always wanted to save it for when you were in New York or if we ever, you know, made it down to uh, Atlanta, but like such is such is life these days. You know yeah. what I mean? Now I we're like, all everywhere, right? We're like all to, connected. I'd like to tell a story. The one time that I think I've ever so the last time and the one time I ever kicked it with Trey in person, uh, we were with Jeremy Kirkland, John Moy, whose birthday it just was, and John Moy's girlfriend at the time. We went to Lucky Strike, 
R.I.P. Dead bitch. Damn. Right? Yeah. So this is an iconic. Wow, movie. really? This yeah, is I'm movie. so New York. I can't believe it. I got to get my <laughs> tweets off. We got to pause this. Hold on. I just uh, I got to go reminisce about something. Yo, this was an iconic moment at an iconic institution at a time long gone by, by in this city. And all I remember was I hated John Moy's ex-girlfriend. That's all I <laughs> But Trey was cool. But Trey was cool, and we had a good time. But that was, Moise, the only, that was the only last time we all, we did this in person. Moise that to me was like, what, 2015 All-Star Game. Um, and I feel like it was Fashion Week, probably, as well, at the same Fe- time. Feb- yeah. February and February. Yeah, uh, yeah that was a good time for sure. But uh, your recollection is exactly the same as mine. Yeah, yeah. Very just prestige shit across the board. Let's mm-hmm. do Trey – I try, Trey and I have tried to kick it when I was in Atlanta uh, filming some shit with a lot of rappers with a lot of guns. And then Ooh. we tried to kick it when I was in Chicago for, or when I was, we were both there for All Star, um, right before COVID shut everything the fuck down. Where was Rap Camp? Was that in Atlanta? That was LA. Oh, okay. This is mother shit. This yeah, there's mother. no doubt. We've been circling each other for quite some time now, and circle the now is the time to circle back. You know, now the time to finally hit that home run. Dude, you already know it's fucking Drain Gang up in this bitch. You know what the fucking vibes are. I did try. Let's uh, let's do a fit check. Um, I would ask you top down, bottom up, but come on, man. You know the fucking vibes. I'll just uh, yeah, no, I'll no, no doubt. Right. Bottom I'll up. Let, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna right. be honest. Who wears shoes inside their house? No one. No one. Dude. Me. House shoes. What? Okay. Wow. I mean, house shoes. If you if you're counting house shoes, well, I'm simply in. The Benassi slide. Ooh, it's a classic. classic. It's a classic. It goes on and off. I got to have it because I'm not getting splinters on the deck. If de- Drake was a sandal, he would be a Benassi slide. Slip and slide okay. record. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Because uh, Benassi slide. He works for everyone. It's fine. It works for everyone. And it's, uh, it's better than an Adelaide. That's all. I'm pretty sure I sold like 3,000 of those when I worked at Finish Line. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet you gave away more of them. That's the thing to me. It's like anytime you would like get a shoe, they're like, hey, man, we'll just toss in a pair of slides. So it's like, I don't know. It's just like toilet paper. I feel like I've been hoarding Benassi's for such a long time. Wait, because you're on Nike Flow like that? Oh, it's time again. You know, I'm on, I'm on the basketball flow side, no doubt of it. Um, okay, okay. You so, know, so like my Jordan hookup gets me the, the new, like the new performance shoe every year. So I'm balling out when I'm going to open gym, sure. but I'm not also seeing the off whites. If you know what I'm saying, right, you're not taking me, I can, I can ask for a Justin Timberlake if I want to, and I want to, right. uh, but usually it's a, it's more of the tech stuff. Are you right. a, are you an asker or are you a receiver? Like, are you like, Hey, Hey, these are sick. Like, do they run true to size? Hint, hint, or do you or do you have no shame like Lawrence? You're just like, yo, I'm a nine or I'm a ten. Whatever, whatever. Fuck Here's me. my address. What type of? I got of, medium uh, shame. I got medium okay. shame in between. Like, I don't want to be asking, but I wanna, I wanna save up my non asks for that one classic ask. Like when I really, really need it, Ooh. I want to be able to say, hey, what's <laughs> the last? Come to you. What's the last pair of sneakers that you fucking uh, bent the knee for? <laughs> He bent the knee to the plug and sucked a dick. <laughs> yeah, I plugged in. I plugged Ew. in. Uh, what? The, the Jordan Three, the Timberlake Three from last year. They were gold. Uh, they were orange. They were tan. And it's Timberlake, man. Timberlake's right. my dude. I can't. Really? Unfortunately, he's kind of blowing it now. Unfortunately, yeah. he's blowing it now. But that's what happens when we all. Wait, wait, but when Future Sex Love Sounds dropped, Ooh. it was a rap. It was a rap for for all y'all. I'm talking back to OG and Sync days. We <laughs> we would get together for uh, you know like our like our class pep rally or whatever, and you'd have to have some kind of performance. And I was always leading these performances. <laughs> 
a multi-classic 2K1. Of course. I mean, yes, a showman. Certainly. You know, I'm multi-dimensional. I'm multi-platform. And I got my boys together. <laughs> it says to right here, you're bye, bye, bye. It was you're the, you're the multimedia hit. mogul. You're the mul- no, sorry, the multimedia maestro. Okay, I appreciate Wait, you're that the, because you're mogul the, status is a little a little elevated. Yeah, were you doing so like you the, were Hollywood uh, before you even went Hollywood? Is what you're saying? Were you doing like the bye 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 like the stri- the shit on strings? Like we're talking. I can't tell you how many times I watched their Saturday Night Live performance to learn like their turning over choreographies. We got the different outfits for all the different guys, and it's you all have, my friends um, had no idea what they're doing. They're like, okay, well, we'll get together have, and learn some choreography. Did you have the fucking crunchy pubes? Ooh, yeah. JT? I've had every Justin Timberlake hairstyle there the was. The braids? Yeah, the braids? I had the braids, yeah. Senior year of high school. Oh, my oh, God. It was, uh, oh, boy. That was crazy. Canceled. I had a crazy look. A headband and braids. Trey for, Kirby like, canceled. Cultural yeah, exactly. Exactly. Back. I'm like, there's no way I would pull that off in 2020. But, you and, you and you know, Colby Garcon canceled. Timberlake was doing, oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I got some ridiculous pictures. Timberlake's no brand was William Rast. And that was bad, right? He I don't know that with, I ever um, even saw a piece of clothing from William Rath. I, think I it just was, heard it was out there. I think it was supposed to be really like uh, high end. And on like a double RL, I got my fucking little vest. I got my big old flare jeans. Like a kind of. Who was the designer? Like, like Who's the designer like of that? Gay bank robber type vibe, if I remember. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's, oh no, Heron Preston did his merch. That's what it was. Oh, that was separate. That was for the man. That was in like the man in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then there was the other instant clothing line, which was, um, who's the dude with the fucking, the braids and the goggles. Oh, Chris Kirkpatrick. Yes. His, a uh, Fu Manskito. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Wow. That, and that was like crazy. some FUBU for white people, basically mm-hmm. from what I remember. Trey, did you ever, did you used to like, uh, pine for the brands and we'll get to brands in a little bit. We're, we're only on, uh, the the slides the house shoes of the fit check but were you ever like into the brand started by nba players like you know twism comes to mind from shaquille o'neal uh no world, not when it was happening <laughs> certainly not when it was happening but now like i go back and you, you know i'll see like the 2000 dunk contest Shaq is right there like videotaping everything and he's got a dunk.net beanie on <laughs> like if i could find a dunk.net beanie now i would totally be into it but back then you're like what is this this is so ridiculous or the you uh, even have a brand, the Jordan Hardbottoms that you've been tweeting. Woo! Now those I'm actually into now. Bro, yeah. Let's talk that's about like those. such that's a weird a look, that's huh? Wait, Trey, what was that line called? Was there like what was? Can you give us a rundown of what that high end Jordan shit was? Like the lifestyle stuff, but like expensive, right? Yeah, this is like probably even the seasons when he wasn't playing in, in between Chicago and Washington, like uh, where he was becoming like you know businessman status. Uh, but he had to have the stuff that could take you from the hardwood to the boardroom. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Michael Jordan? So we're talking like a like a like a leather jacket or like a Letterman's jacket that has like a very cool lapel on it. You know, right? Like it's That's the back. classic. Yo, it looks like Junior. Up as like a little Jordan thing. Yeah, it looks, it looks like Junior, bro. It's like some crazy mixed media, but also it's like Junior, but like a small is equal to a triple X. It's just gigantic, you know. Oh, yeah. The the amount of fabric is honestly ridiculous. But it's like at that time, he was putting off the shoes as well. And then he was putting off like all these. Um, it's like I think it's called the TWO three collection, two, three collection, whatever. And it's wow. all supposed to be like oh. high end stuff uh, <laughs> that's like made in Italy and like, made, you know, like supposed to be like, ooh, you're getting a real premium product here. But it's like a Michael Jordan loafer. And sure, like, it, was, it looks it was, so, so ridiculous. But now, that, you know, now it's like the perfect spot. Right in right. between of like low. the post sneaker, the pre sneaker world. And if yeah. you could find like, if you could find these ugly loafers, they would be perfect right now. 
It's like it's a high low Vetma thing. It's like that's crazy. terrible, but it's it kind of looks like some Balenciaga shit. Yes, exactly. It's some de- it's some Demna shit. I will say, I remember the speaking of Maine, Italy wasn't wasn't famously, and I can ask my two sneakerheads, Chuck and Trey, here. Uh, the Jordan Two originally was made in Italy. That was the whole thing. The second Jordan. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mama, uh, mama, fucking me. We'll touch on my spaghetti. All right, moving up uh, socks. We doing socks or not? Oh, yeah. I got socks on. I got socks on. I tie-dyed some uh, old Supreme socks with my kids, you know, let them go nice. crazy. And they turned out perfect. It's like, I don't know. These are better now than filthy old socks. And we killed two hours out of the day. What a beautiful yeah. project. Happy for you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, moving pantalones. up. Uh, what we do I got? Uh, we doing the soccer shorts, the long shorts? <laughs> Oh, the Capris, the Manpris. What, you guys that's don't a, fuck with that's, Capris? No, that's a Jordan your... move. That's a Jordan move right there. That's like Jay-Z on the beach as well, like 2003 Jay-Z. You're on your Rafa Nadal shit, dude. Yeah. I like to keep it trimmed down to the, like, right to the shin, you know? I like people that still be able to see my <laughs> fancy footwork with my ankles going back and forth. Trim to the shin, baby. <laughs> uh, not today, though. Not today. Wait, Trey, you know? how, Trey how tall are you? 6'5". Oh, so you're a big, you're a big boy. Wow, so you might be boy. wearing you might be wearing some normal some normie <laughs> pants, but on you they're fucking Abitha capris. He's wearing cropped trousers, and then they just <laughs> happen to look like manpris. <laughs> That's tough, man. I can't I can't confidently order a crop trouser because I'm like this is going to come back looking ridiculous, and more often than not, it does. Um, <laughs> I have no regrets wearing soccer short pants, whatever you want to call short them. pants. What's That's cool. short pants. Yeah, uh, but today, just sweatshorts, simple sweatshorts, Jordan Union sweatshorts. Oh, nice. Sample. Ooh, hey, uh, James. I don't know if we can digitally high five, but we can try. Uh, did you? Yeah, yeah, we got the we got the Clap. ones. You know, are they um are they like the distressed like uh like the the hand distressed shits? Yeah, exactly right. Um, and it's pretty funny to me because uh, I mean, you're not going to do a twirl for us. You're not going to do a twirl. I mean, you want me, you want me to do a twirl? Let's you know, see the I'm, cakes. Let's see the let's cakes, go, baby. Let's go, King. Let's see those six foot five cakes. That's the tough part. I'll stand on a chair. Oh, he's gonna <laughs> it, don't fall, Trey. Please don't fall. Careful now. I got incredible balance. We don't oh, have health insurance. Look at that. Nice. Look jump at, man. Jump man. Jump man. Jump man. Jump man. Jump man. Nice job, jump man. Thank you. Thank you to the jump man. And I mean, you saw it, right? The balance was incredible. I wasn't yes, lying. Absolutely. That was great. Right. Uh, this is an old uh, Nike mock turtleneck tee. Very nice. North Carolina. We're oh, talking. With a little, little check on the neck. I like that. Little the check little on the neck. neck. Yeah. This is like, this is legitimate me. Trim my old vintage, like 94. <laughs> Trim to the chin. Check on the neck. That's how I do it. Come yeah. correct with the check on the neck. And honestly, that's not even a joke for me because if I could find more Nike mock turtlenecks circa 1994, that's all I would be in. I got the they neck got like the They got like the nice drop shoulder, the big fucking upper arm. Uh, yeah, it's humongous. Like, yeah. The, the, the mock neck looks real good with, with the big beard. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it kind of like all – it's all about the angles, you know, and the geometry of the, the, the composite, the situation. It looks great. It's yeah, you silhouette. look at me and you're it's like, look at I can I'm just seeing this normal face. Look at that normal face. You yeah. got a big old beard, but then you get closer and you get that little taste underneath. Yeah, like, it's, it's just a taste. Just a taste. I, I see Trey and I'm like, is this guy gonna stab me for some fucking meth? Or is he gonna art direct a mood board with his little yeah. small little check? Yeah. Every year they tell me mock turtlenecks are coming back. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, baby. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You wonder like when a collection releases, you're like, who's actually buying that mock turtleneck? It's me. A broken clock is uh, a, a John's attic twice a year. 
<laughs> yep. That's what they you, say. You know what they say. what they say. You know what they say, ladies and gentlemen. A broken clock is in John's attic twice a year. I'm just playing. I'm just playing words. Fucking adlibs here. Yeah, that's how we podcast, man. That's called professional podcasting. Training. John's dad ass oh, ourselves. Uh, uh, Trey, let's go to the headband. What's it's the, the white man do rag? Yeah. Oh, this is just a this is just a classic white, bandana. Hundred percent cotton, like it's got to be. Are is that doing, um? Do you, yeah, for, for, for the, the as a face mask. Yeah. Oh no, this is pure style. I got real face mask, you know. Oh, I got yeah. I can't just go uh with a bandana over my mouth because I gotta get a little, you know, my beard takes up too much space. They're like recommending you gotta shave that beard. I'm like, you're crazy. Couldn't no. be me. When's the last um, time so you I gotta shaved I gotta get a nice tight mask. Ooh. When's the last time you shaved that beard? Shave shave? Like uh mm-hmm. five years ago, probably. Yeah. Okay. Well trim skis here and there. Right. What's the length? Just, to, just to clean it up, yeah. What length are we working with right now? Like a foot, like a full ass foot? Like I feel like it's like four inches long from the bottom of my chin. I got a surprisingly oh, long right. face. Um, <laughs> I've always had a long face, and this just really accentuates it, you know? Kind of uh, like a, like my, a moon man. My dad's my dad's one joke is, hey Sarah Jessica Parker, why the long face? Very inappropriate. Very misogynist dad. <laughs> um what about, I'm seeing some hardware. I'm seeing like a, like a fucking, is that a Fitbit? Like, what is that? Yeah, what is that? Um, okay, this is just an Apple Watch. Just a simple first generation okay. Apple Watch. Yeah. Um, you know, because I stay active. I like to know how many steps are your I'm steps, taking. Are your steps in the triple digits or double digits? Oh, interesting. Um, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, I'm chasing kids all the time. But yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm, for me, it's almost more of an accomplishment to not hit my step goal. I'm Wait, like, you check. actually chilled today, man. Yeah. Trey, uh, step check, please. Can we do our first ever step check on the podcast? Thank you. <laughs> step check. Yeah. Step check on the neck. <laughs> Six, seven, seven, nine. Damn. That's a lot. That's I a feel lot. Like, right? Three and a half miles. Ooh, of just Jeez. stepping, dude. Of just, just, <laughs> just stepping. Just I'm, stepping. At, uh, I'm at 557. What? Come Wait, on. How do I find it on my you phone? You got to do a lap. You got to. No, I haven't left the crib since Sunday. Okay. Okay. Uh, fair enough. I'm doing my fair. Sh- we're in the we're in the epicenter, Trey. You're in the epicenter. Our guys you're, trying you're, to open everything. Your guys up. about to fool. fucking kill yourself or kill you for the economy. Our guy is like, yo, shut it down and keep the lockdown. My shit says 16. That can't be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Hey, yo, I couldn't find it on my phone. I'm I'm literally technologically. Stupid. Rings? What about the rings? Yeah. Uh, this is my wedding ring. This is my oh. Tiffany wedding ring. Congrats. Um, Ooh, you know. Fancy boy modeling school. That's right. That's right. If I'm going to be wearing it forever, uh, it's got to be cool. It's square. Yes, we've never forget. seen one like this. I like that. It reminds me, well, it's not like a signet ring, but it's like, it's nice. I like that. That's a yeah. very nice touch tray. Unless we forget the panties. Yeah. Uh, just some simple black target underwears. What, what, uh, cut? We're talking boxers, boxer, boxer briefs. briefs, boxer briefs for me. Thank you. Thank right. you. That right. is what you're supposed to do. I'm grown ass man. Understand this, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm like, slanging. I'm not exactly. I want to let the the clackers clack. I'm not trying to wad up my meats. <laughs> I'm I'm marinating in these fucking Stussy sweats for four, four four or five weeks now. Like let them let them boys breathe as he's, much as they can. You he's know, slow cooking those chops. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah, instant, I'm not breeze. trying to. I'm not trying to instant pot my shit. You know. Wait, wait, Trey. I want to ask you a question about your famously flowing mane. So, like, you haven't gotten a haircut since quarantine, right? <laughs> yeah of course not it's been like almost two years for me i was built yeah. for this so that's what i was gonna ask so as obviously you know i'm trying to do something over here your hair right now as it stands hasn't been cut in two years 
Yeah, that's right. Um, it's just super curly. Right. So right. like, it looks a lot, lot. It's probably a lot longer than it really looks. Because right? I'm like, looking at straight hair. Yeah. Dude, when, straight are gonna, hair when are you going to straighten your hair? Just get a <laughs> take a flat iron. I would love shit. to see it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. All right, catch it on the gram soon. Yeah. Ooh, hey, that'd Trump, be nice. Uh, throw it behind the paywall. Yo, can we pay? Can we do a paywall picture of you with completely straight hair? A hundred percent in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's Trey, do it. You know, okay. Do you have any advice, Trey, for um, as a, as a former uh, owner of a beard? I recently shaved, but I'm going to grow it back because it was it was just too damn itchy. I had to get rid of it. Do you have any advice? And and Chuck himself, he's growing something uh, out a little bit. He kind of looks like a. He looks like a like a knight's squire a little bit. Um, it looks yeah, tough, man. It on, looks what, tough on you. You look like you could be friends with Tito Ortiz. I think <laughs> he beats the shit out of people. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he looks like you would fit in with him. Um, I he like it. Trim it after any- two weeks. That's the main thing. You grow if you're growing it long. Trim it after two weeks. It gets like all like the shaving when you shave your face. It's cutting it at such an angle. But then when you trim it after two weeks, <sighs> if you nice. trim it, does it grow back? If you trim it, does it grow back stronger? I like to think so. I mean, no facts on that, but it definitely feels like it. <laughs> this Believe is exactly science. like a, a Red Dead Redemption beard tutorial I saw on YouTube the other night when I was super blazed. <laughs> same physics of the whole thing. Exactly. Trim it cool. and let it grow out and trim it. I'm just saying. Good game. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, fit check complete. Thanks, Trey. Trey, uh, you're first and foremost a fucking master of basketball, right? However, you are also secondarily, but primary to us, you are a hardcore Johns enthusiast. Um, unlike, unlike all NBA players, you actually have good taste. And so we want to play a little segment with you that we call fuck with, not fuck with the working title. It's still a working title. Uh, you've had to name a lot of things in your life. So maybe you can help us out with naming this. Um, you know, since your IP gets taken from you every six months or so. Um, but we want to throw some categories at you. And as an arbiter of taste, uh, the fucking man down in the A. We want to know what you're fucking <laughs> with and what you're not fucking with. First up, obviously, brands. We're a capitalist pod. What brands are you fucking with right now? I mean, Nike, number one. Number one Ooh. brand of all time, easily. Um, and that's why I'm wearing 100% Nike almost all the time. Especially really? right now. Um, well, especially right now, I'm like home all the time, right? So I'm like, yeah. I'm not t- having to put on, you know, fancy clothes to go into an office, go into a studio. Um, so I'm in leisure wear a lot of the time. And for me, that's gotta be Nike. Um, being a, being a dad is like being an athlete. Like an, uh, you're like an amateur athlete every day. If you have a body, you're an athlete. Am I right? That's yeah. <laughs> agreed. That's um, so true. Um, but is, it just, is the majority of your Nike collection leisure wear, or do you also have like the performance shit, like the basketball shit? And also I don't know, like the hypey shit. Yes. Yes. I would say everything. <laughs> All <of the> above. <laughs> um, what hypey yeah. shit do you have, Trey? I want to know that. What do you mean? Like, uh, what, what are your most, what, uh, what fuck boy sneakers do you have? And this will maybe dovetail into a question later, but do you have off white Nikes? Do you have like cause Jordans? Okay. Not that deep. You're right. Not that deep. Not that deep. We're talking like, I mean, I've got the classics, right? The Jordan, like the threes, the 11s, you have the ones, retros, the retros exactly. are hard all to this get, classic but, stuff. Um, yeah. and you know, like, I guess but, my, my most hype piece, like I've got the, the orange Supreme air force twos. Um, because to me, wow. it's like an orange shoe. I'm 100 percent in. On. That's a deep cut, well, or not? It's so much a deep cut, but a shoe that came out that nobody wants. That like, if I saw somebody wear, yeah, that's that a trash like, shoe. Is what you're saying? I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, but it's definitely like a fellow Jaws enthusiast. Like Trey went to Supreme at 11:05 because his kids were throwing a fucking tantrum, and all he could get was the orange fucking Air Force Twos. 
You know? How dare you say such a thing? I was there at 11 on the dot waiting specifically for the orange ones. My man's, yeah. my man's bots good. got bots. What I'm saying is, is that there's a fine line between dudes like Chuck and myself who appreciate retros from Air Jordan. Because we do. Because they're great. Because that's how we were raised. I think James and even agree to some degree. And then there's, you take a step over the line and then it's like, oh, I copped cause fours. And it's like, I hate you and I want you to die. I mean, there's, there's shades to this. There's levels to this, right? Sure, but, of um, course. It's nuanced to some degree. Yeah. I'm just saying, Trey is on the right side of history. That is the point. Yeah. Trey, what else, what else are you fucking with besides uh, Nike, the swoosh? I mean, Patagonia is a year-round classic, right? In, yeah, the, in the cold times, you're fleeced up. In the warm times, times right now, is, you got the baggies. Are, cold times in Atlanta, like 65 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I was like, I was happy a couple of weeks ago. It hit like 50. I was like, this is incredible. I'm putting on pants today. I'm going to put on something heavy, something with a little heft. Snap tea weather, baby. Once that, once it hits, like, it's like, you know, 59 snap tea in Atlanta. That's right. It's time to fuzz. Uh, so that's it for me. But, but then the other thing is, is like, I feel so great. I feel so, so throwback when I can wear a fleece and then also wear baggies at the same time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're like, you look like you could be out at the lake. It's shorts and hoodie season. It's fleece and yeah, hoodie season. It's exactly. The best. Yeah. Which is here in New York, that's what we're missing right now. Um, it is like prime lightweight outerwear, shorts and hoodie, fleece and hoodie season. Tragic. Which is like honestly the worst part of all this. Yeah, it's it's our cross to bear, man. It's truly the worst thing that's ever happened. I've set my AC at like fifty five so I can walk around <laughs> with like, you know, a hoodie and like, you know, some some white some white sweats. But just anyway. cosplaying, cosplaying, exactly. cosplaying as a man during What other brands are you fucking with, Trey? I mean, other and, than and those two, I'm not really caring too much outside of like, I will wear a, a, something Uniqlo almost every day. Um, <laughs> if I'm actually going somewhere in, you know, in my life, you know, I like the, I like the cut of their denim. I like the cut of their short denim. It's good for me. <laughs> 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 but I also feel like I changed my mind on what I'm going to want so soon that I'm like, I'm going to flip that. Levi's is a classic that I've always worn. Um, and, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't put on my boys brand while I'm actually talking to some fashion guys, you know? Yep, support Stay the homies. made. Yeah, of course. My buddy Stefan. Stay uh, made. Yeah, that's right. He's in right, everyone, is the only yeah. store I'm actually familiar oh, with. Oh, shit. He's carried in now, but Word? it's actually great. It's actually great. And Is he selling, like, uh, $600, like, T-shirts? Like, what is it? Yeah, what's the vibe? Yeah, we're talking more like a $95 t-shirt, but okay. a $600 fancy trucker jacket, you know? Like, a, like, a, like this new... You know, like a, I think his new one is a nylon trucker jacket with a fancy. Oh, nice! I like that. That's good. Yeah, I like, you, the, I like the cut of his jib. I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate. That's a good shout out. Thank you, Trey. Is he uh, your boy from Atlanta or from Chicago? No, Toronto, actually. Okay. Um, Toronto. I think he's like from Edmonton. He made an Edmonton hockey, an Edmonton Oilers hockey jersey as well in this new collection that he's got. Out. It's great. Um, but I don't know. He's a really great guy uh, that we knew in Toronto. He moved to New York. Um, Basically, when we were moving to Atlanta, uh, and that's kind of when his career launched, and seems to be doing all right. Stay made, stay paid. Um, what is? What do you think? If you browse the collection on Essence, what do you think of the styling of the oh, garments yeah. themselves? Because yeah. Essence is known for its fucking very out there interpretations of how to wear clothing. How okay, bugged out did your boys' shit look? <laughs> all right, it's very muted in general. Um, so we're talking like a drab green, a drab olive, white, and black is the general color palette. And then, uh, then there's some leopard print in for the most recent Spicy. season. So it's not I too like crazy it. though. So they can't make it look too crazy, right? It's like, it's like how, know, how weird that, can you make a vest and a crop trouser look with a white t-shirt? Famous last words, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, fair enough. Essence. Fair enough. 
Yeah. So it looked normal. It wasn't essenced out is what you're saying. Uh, sure. Yeah. I guess it didn't have that essence essence. I don't know if your boy, <laughs> I don't know if your boy got his money's worth then, man. You think he should have freaked it a little bit harder? He should have said, he should have said, make my shit look dumber. So more make people this look fight. crazy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Who Trey, what about, uh, we, we are a John's podcast first and foremost, but obviously, you know, we're enthusiastic. We're not just John's enthusiasts. We're enthusiasts of life. What other brands outside of fashion are you fucking with? Yeah. Brags apple cider vinegar, the, okay. the goat apple cider vinegar. Also, makes like you, the craziest bottle. I love the I love the look of their bottle. It's just got um. Does it make you poop? Yeah, good, I mean, good for the gut. Exactly, good yeah. for the gut. Good for the health. Um, I take gummy dressings. I take gummies. I don't like how. I mean, they all taste like shit to me, but. Not a sour guy. I get it. Um, not a lot of people are, but even the bottle looks crazy, right? It's got like um, the old couple on it. That's like an old, like grandpa and grandma. It's got like a million, like thousand year old recipes on it. It's got all these pseudoscience facts and I'm just a hundred percent into it. It looks like something you would find just like on a corner store. If you were driving in the middle merch. of, you need, yeah, exactly. merch. Oh, I would get a Bragg's merch. merch for sure. Yeah. We need some merch Bragg's. Get Sounds on. like some uh, Dr. Bronner's type shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dr. Bronner's has the overprinted bottle as well. I'm a hundred percent here for overprints. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, it being apple cider vinegar, if you rubbed it on your balls, it would burn just as hard as Bronner's. Ooh, that's what I'm guessing. I mean, I got the <laughs> mint Bronner's downstairs and I'm loving it. Like it's a, you got a hot shower, but you got a cool undercarriage. What's wrong with that? <laughs> menthol. High low, for your high dick, low. Baby. Yeah. What do we say? What did, James, what do we call it? We said menthols for your balls, right? Yeah. <laughs> new ports for your balls. Yeah. New ports for your nuts. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Both good. I mean, they could slide that on there onto the bottle. Nobody would notice, right? No, there's yeah. no way anybody's read everything. Well, there's no it. room for it. But if there was room, no one would notice. The hardest working person at uh, Bragg's Incorporated is the copywriter. Um, <laughs> any brands you're not fucking with that you want to put on Blastoids? <sighs> I don't know. I think that's such a hard question, right? That to me is like, you know, I've been, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been excited to come on. I've been thinking, I've been racking my brain, but it's hard to think of things you don't like because just get them out of there. Move on to the next one. Wow, besides, a, um, yeah. besides the Air Force Twos that you copped, like, are you generally fucking with Supreme? In general, I like some of it. You know, I used to like it a lot more. I used, but for me now, I like the pieces, like the grandpa pieces, you know, like how many times am I going to buy a different zip up polo that I'm not actually going to probably wear, but I've got enough zip up polos. I've got enough. <laughs> what are you saying about my zip up? What are you saying about my zip up shirt right now, Trey? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But like, you know, you don't need a lot of zip up polos. I feel like at least I don't. Um, it's like a I got, I got a garage sale in your closet right now. I got another zip up one right here. <laughs> no, that one's fire. That's fire though. Orange, hook it up. Um, but Wait, to Trey, me, you're saying you want the you want the low key understated non logoed out. If the grown man know, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, grown man streetwear pieces yeah. from Supreme. And then also, I mean, if there's a graphic that speaks to me, I'm in on it. You know, but for me, it's like give me a DNA. I love science. Give me some DNA. I love mm. growing plants in my house. Give me the monsterity, that kind okay. of thing. But it's got to be the right thing. And then, you know, I'm, I'll still dabble in a jersey here and there. If I see oh. one that's a throwback to the correct, uh, like a team that I'm really interested in, like then I'm in on it. Like the last one I remember was they had all-star jerseys basically, right? Yeah. And those the 94. Fire, like the right? 90s all-star jerseys. Yeah. And they were, they were a smash. Um, so that one I had to have. But otherwise... And when, and when, you, and when you cop a jersey, it like fits you prop like a, like a shirt. <laughs> like, not like a... <laughs> Fucking, it's like a know, tank top for me. Not, yeah, not like a jersey. It fits in yeah. like a tank top, not like a jersey. Me and Lawrence, that shit's down to our knees, like we're that fucking Sol- Soldier Boy in 05, But like, yeah. So I can Harlem shake in it a little bit better than Trey, but I don't look as good. Right. 
Yeah, for you guys, it's all about the dancing when you got the jerseys on. And for me, it's all about performance. I'm out here trying to cross people up. Right. What about, all right, let's get into the feats, sneakers. We talked about um, Jordans a little bit. Talked about the, the Air Force 2s that you got from Supreme. What other sneakers are you currently fucking with? Or not even sneakers, just footwear. Yeah, that's the problem, man. I feel like I, the only sneaker I've worn in the past one and a half months is maybe the ugliest sneaker in my entire wardrobe it's the jordan trunner from this past year it's a horrible looking shoe but i was like here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna wear it when i'm outside and nobody's gonna ever see it when it's just gonna be me walking around so that's the only they're comfy (laughs) they're fine they're fine um yeah they're comfy they got the react cushioning it's good it's good for walking around um but they're not they're not a stylish shoe in the least um and not even a good way um so but that's the problem I also feel bad. Like I'm never going, I never want to put on a shoe with heels right now. I never want to have to fight my foot to get into anything. So for me, it's been, uh, Burke Boston's mm-hmm. and, um, Nike did a pigeon slide a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, that pink one. And that's it. What, uh, what, what Boston's we are you doing? Yeah. Black leather. Ball? Really? Yeah. I got black leather right now. Um, Wait, so you're the they're wearing through the, the bottom. You're the dark side of the force. James and I were the light side of the force. Our close personal celebrity friend, Adam Pally. Gave us the uh, the game warns, yeah, from Indebted. <laughs> so this is like a, this it's, is a, a push and a pull. It's yin yang. It's yin yang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's life. It's life. Well, to be honest, I would probably be a sand guy if I were choosing it from the really? straight get out. Yeah, exactly. But my wife has the sand ones, and I didn't want us to be the couple that was walking around wearing matching Birkenstocks. Jenna got white ones, so Tough we look are for you. Oh damn, bro! What, what, so when you see a couple wearing matching boston's what is the stereotype where does your mind immediately go too crunchy if you if, <laughs> really? if it was me if it was me and you saw me wearing sand birkenstocks and my wife has matching sand birkenstocks you would say that couple's too crunchy my thought with the white leather is that people would be like thank you for being a healthcare worker and we could get stolen healthcare workers. well yeah you guys will look respectable together you guys yeah. will look fashionable and respectable together but just bringing my general vibe to a birkenstock it's like this guy this right. guy stinks yeah. Have you um, <laughs> ha- have you invested at all in any like uh, other brands interpretations of the Boston? Like I have a pair of Mon Italy Bostons, but it's a brown leather with gold hardware and like a rope uh, midsole and then like a, a, a gum like crepe sole. And they're fucking gas. It's the juicy, the juicy Yuki. There's also the JW Anderson joints that just came out. Yeah. With like the penny strap, uh, you could also have like Rick Boston's too, right? The Rick Owens Boston's are crazy. With the extent, did he did end though? That was the that was the Zonas, no? No, he did Boston's too, bro. Okay, yeah. All I the would, straps I would. Um, to me, a huge part of it is the footbed of it. That cork footbed, ooh, give it to me. I love it. Um, so if the if the if the hard, hard versions are in on it too, huh? you're, you're hard, hard right? for sure. For yeah, sure, you're hard. You're hard. Keep it orthopedic, right? baby. We're all yeah. so hard right now. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> We're so supported though. We're supported. Our arches are feeling great. Yeah. Current rotation is Boston Burks, uh, the Benassi's, and Trunners. The Jordan Trunner. <laughs> the Jordan Trunner. You're not going to get a lot of Jordan Trunner shout outs on this podcast. Jordan Enjoy Trunner. it. Hit the Trunning Man, bro. It <laughs> looks like some shit in like uh, like a sci-fi flick in like the 80s that's like, in 2020, this is what people are going to be wearing on their feet. Look how sharp this shoe is. Even <laughs> my daughter saw it. She's like, Daddy, why is the back of your shoe so weird? Wait, but can I say, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I, right. I, will, I will say, Trey, what colorway of the Troner do you have? 
just black and white. Simple, simple. So, so here's the thing, right? The beauty of doing a Zoom pod again is that we could be on our Joe Rogan shit. Um, yo, the Trunners are not bad, man. Um, upon like reinvestigating, the yo, the Travis Scott Trunners are good. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Said this is being recorded. No, yeah. are we being are we being recorded oh. right now? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh no, fuck. No, I'm going was, straight to Kanye. I'm just saying I might only ever okay. Zoom pod ever again so I could say things that I don't believe in and then double check on the side really quick. Right. Okay, oh, so yeah, you're I looking totally at these old trunners. Uh, these old trunners are great with like the straps <laughs> over the top and the heel sort of thing. This one is not bad. Uh this is not what I have. Um oh, mine has so like mine has like a have. honeycomb on the side of it. Like a like an angry honeycomb is the only way I can describe it. <laughs> Uh, damn. Okay, so maybe yours aren't so good. Either way, what's the fourth slot on Mount Rushmore? You got one more. Wait, well, that wasn't Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Oh, 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 sorry. No, that wasn't yeah. Mount Rushmore. We haven't done <laughs> the 2019 yet. Trunners on yo, my Mount Rushmore. Yo, imagine this was Mount Rushmore, though, and we had to destroy the entire podcast forever. Yeah, we're just doing current rotation right now. Um, sorry, Before Trey. we get into Mount Rushmore, <laughs> Trey, uh, we talked about the Boston Burks. What are your thoughts as, as a dude entrenched in the basketball world, which is like the source of a lot of things in sneaker culture. What are your thoughts on the post sneaker world? I'm in, I'm in a hundred percent. Hell yeah. But I don't know if I'm necessarily the right audience for the question for a basketball person. Cause I'm going to be more interested in the, in the general style of things too. But there's a lot of people in the basketball world where if you're wearing the fire new Jordans, you're, you're on top of the game. You know what I'm saying? So for me, sure. I'm a little bit more into the whole look of things for sure. Um, but it just became a little bit too much, right? It just, uh, there was a new shoe every single week. There were multiple shoes every single week. And I was like, it's not quite as special anymore. The ones that I actually mean, are special, it's almost impossible to get. And then what's the point of it at that point? Um, so for me, it's like, I don't know. Let's go back to the classics. You're what, like 15 years older than me, Lawrence? Um, <laughs> 20? Rude. No, you're, so, like, you're, so like, rude. you're like two so years rude. old. You're like two years older than us. You're so like 35. Yeah, so you're of the same like uh, ilk of where, where we, you know, not to sound like a fucking narc, but it's like we it's were, right. I know, we were molded by this shit, right? We were born in it. And uh, I feel like we, we knew a world before the current um, hype cycle of sneakers where it's like you need something and you fucking need to drop hundreds of dollars on it because you are told that you need it versus like you actually being like, oh, I, I actually really fuck with this. And maybe that comes from, of, comes from like age and like going through like multiple cycles where it's like you you ask yourself do i really do i really like this why do i actually like it do i want to like expend the energy and money to like actually acquire this thing that's what we mean i think like when we talk about like the the current sneaker world i think like too many people are just blindly copying because they're told or because there's like more there's other people demanding it and they get swept up in, in that hype. It's just hype. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent right. The, the hype is there. And at the same time, it's like the nostalgia factor of it too. Right. You're like, right. if you're in your thirties and you're like, Oh man, I remember when this Jordan four came out and now they made a really cool version of it. It's like, not only are you getting hit with a, your past, you're getting hit with the future at the same time. And it's kind of hard to feel like, what, what do I really actually like here? Am I actually 100% in on what I'm seeing? Or is that just right. something that I should like, so therefore I like it? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, for me, if I was getting excited over sneakers like I used to be, I wouldn't be dying on this hill with you every week, James, right? Like, 
You know, like it, I remember like my last sneaker memory, like in, uh, to, this is to Trey's point of a thing that I remember being done differently. In 2006, the Black Cat 4s came out. I went to finish line in the mall. I walked in and I bought them off the wall. And it wasn't like a huge fucking thing. And it was sick to me. And that's all that mattered. It wasn't like uh, a million people telling me I had to have them or I'd be like a fucking loser in high school. Yeah, what the fuck is happening now? It's insane. And it hasn't, been, it hasn't been gamified where it's like, yo, you either got them or you took the L. Like, did you win or did you lose? It's like, yeah. yo, you either like acquired this thing that, that is giving you some sentimental value and joy or you, you didn't because you didn't care about it. Like, yeah. okay, so Trey, my question to you is, um, what was the last pair of sneakers in the, that like really moved your dick? <laughs> where you like, yo, I need to get those. I need to get my hands on those. That one shoe That's that I really hair. wish I had um, that I still don't have is the Lance Mountain ones. Those that are great. Like, I love oh. those. Which those ones? Which which color? Ones? Both. Ones? I would want both, to be honest. Um, which color more? No, the whites are way better. I, I like the white. Um, white. I like the white, and I need. I got tiny feet, so the white gives me a little bit more, a little bit more visual oomph. Um, but what I just size love should it. you wear? Eleven and a half. Hug it up. Oh, 11 and a half for a six foot five. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> it looks like I'm going to tip over at all times. <laughs> <laughs> but that to me was like such a cool shoe because I mean, the Jordan one is great. The Jordan one is a classic. It's a, a little different look of it. And it's like, you're supposed to wear it. You're supposed to like make yeah. it look your own, right? Like that's going to fuck it up. Fuck it up. The that's coolest the look was like when it's finally beaten in and it looks that's, like only your foot. That's the Tom Sachs thing on every Tom Sachs box where the sneakers don't be a poser or whatever the fuck it is. Like that's when that's the point. That's that's what matters. Wearing the fucking shoes. I agree with you 100. percent It's annoying. I hate everything about sneakers right now. What um what what footwear non sneaker wise are you currently fucking with? I mean, we talked about it, right? The Boston's, the Boston slides. I wear a Weijin. I wear a Wallaby. I love a desert boot. Oh, um, yeah. and just the, you know, Blundstones. But I guess it's it's time for it's past time for me. I don't know Yo. how you guys could ever wear these in the summer. Trey, we're going to give you a little, a little morsel, a little taste. Uh, oh, no. Here we go. Stay tuned. Stay tuned? Just stay tuned. I can't stay wait tuned. to. Stay I tuned. Shall. I shall. Stay um, tuned for a tune. Stay, stay tuned for an original tune. Stay tuned for big tings. Yeah. What was on the feats at your, at your wedding? I wore a custom Chuck Taylor for my wedding. Damn, wow. that's fire. Damn, yeah. dude. Uh, from, the, from, from the altar to the after party, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. You never know when a game's going to break out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see, <laughs> what were they? They were black leather. Um, up on the top, they had like a, like a zebra, a red zebra lining on the inside. <laughs> Pure white sole. The date wow. down the back of them. Wow. Where are those now? On, on StockX? <laughs> my dog has eaten literally two pairs of shoes in my life that we've had her. No. She ate, uh, she ate a Nike Cortez at one point, and she ate all the laces off this Chuck Taylor, but they're downstairs. Yeah. Um, wow. they, just a, they just need a lace swap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now let's get into the Mount Rushmore. Uh, Here we go. Trey, Mount Rushmore sneakers. Hit us with those four slots, baby. The Air Jordan 1 is the first slot for me. What That's colorway? the modern classic. Um... I would probably say the Chicago is my favorite. Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. That's yeah. a little, the, the little bit ding, of white. I mean, ding, ding, right the Royals are great. No. The breads are great. But Chicago's. Yeah, the Chicago for me. Um, so that's an easy that's one for one. me. That one is like a, that, that one's the modern Chuck Taylor. That's what we're going to be wearing for the rest of our lives. That's your Abe Lincoln. 
That's my <laughs> that's my Abe Lincoln. You think he's the number one slot on Mount Rushmore? Well, he me, is. I mean, probably. Oh. Well, I, I, G Dubs, G Dubs, probably got to be right. I think it's seniority. I think it's Abe. I think it's Abe, and then for me personally, it's Teddy. Well, it's not um, Teddy. You know, it's not Teddy, but you could go TJ. Ah, but he, oh, slaves though. Fuck. Yeah, Sally mm. Hemmings. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know, but it's not Teddy Roosevelt. That's like Teddy Roosevelt. No, for, for, I'm saying for me, for me, it's Teddy Roosevelt. Mount Rushmore. Someone should do a meme of the About galaxy Rushmore, brain. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore and Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt. I think is the galaxy brain. That's a smash hit. I think we're talking millions of retweets here. I don't know. Some. Hey, Chuck, figure it out, bro. Chuck, draft it up. Draft it up, bro. All right, I got the the eleven is also on my Mount Rushmore, no doubt. Concord Space Jam. I like the Concords the best. Um, That's what that was my high school basketball shoe, like senior year. That was the first shoe. You played in Concords all all season. Concords, cornrows. What were they like to play in? Were they good? Oh, they were the best, man. That's the thing with the, the Jordan line. Were Even you like this day? It's like that's the best shoe to play in. Were you, um, MV, were you MVP that year? No, I was like I was like I was most improved player. I was trying yes. hard out there, guys. M-I-P. I was giving that effort, M-I-P. bringing the energy. MIP. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're growing here. You know, just trying to be better every game. What was your stat there for Coach McNamara? Oh, a, a great like stat line for you play, me. You played the five. Yeah, I was a five, uh, slow five. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like a great game for me would have been like six points, six boards, a block. I like that. You're like a, you're like a really poor man's Ben Wallace. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Or like, it would be a huge success to me if I took a charge in a game. I was, was out here defense? flopping. Was your defense good? Unfortunately good. You're an energy player. That's what you are. Like Chuck, energy guy off the bench. That's who's, me. That's who's, me. Asleep, who's asleep at the wheel right now. I'm like Udonis Haslam. <laughs> we all play our roles, man. Chuck, you're not in frame in the yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got nose up. It's fine. That's perfect. That's all we need. Well, you, all Chuck, right, so we got you, the, you we like got the ones. We see you. It's come on, bro. We got the ones. We got the elevens. Uh, Air Force One as well for me. Okay. White, up white. Down, uptowns. Low uptowns, top. no doubt. Um, when they re-released, re-released the pair that was like, you know, like the 82 throwback, the 100% perfect like ref- replica, that was to me, grabbed it with a, the little, I guess that one has gray on it, right? That's got a little gray on the sole and on the one of the straps if you want. Um, so, but that to me was like, I'm going to get this and wear this until I can't wear an Air Force One anymore. Um, so I love that. And I think I have, um, what, an all gum rubber pair. That Ooh. to me is like a crazy, a crazy shoe to wear when it's rainy out because it's like very, very protected, man. Feel like I'm wearing galoshes out here, but a I stylish. Think Margella galosh. ripped that off. I literally think either Nike exactly. ripped that off from Margella or Margella. They did an all gum gat. I, I think it was after actually. I think they ripped this off. But yeah, they did a couple of weird all gum shoes at Nike, uh, like early 2000s. But give it yeah. to me. I'm in for a gum bottom. And the last one would be Air Penny Two. Woo! Mm. That's your. That was your little sneaky sneak that you sneak in. Yeah, like, exactly, was, exactly right. Your number four spot, you got to have a personal favorite, right? That was the first ever basketball sneaker, or I guess first ever sneaker, really, that I like really wanted and like had to like beg for for like two Christmases before I, you know, got my hands on some. Oh, Trey, the all white or the which colorway? Black? My, oh, magic. Uh, I like the black. My favorite was the white with uh, the blue on it as well. I think it was, they were called Atlantic Blue. Ooh, what year did this come great. out? I forget. 96? I think that was a 98 shirt, uh, shoe. 98. Maybe 97. Crazy shoe. I feel like because everyone thinks of everyone goes to foams. Uh, who? Wait. Oh, it was, what? It was Patia that was on here talking about foams. Yeah, not Remember? everyone. Just but just Patia. <laughs> the Cameron pinks or like the the copper joints. Like, but I don't feel like people don't pick the penny too. That's an interesting choice, Trey. 
I mean, they came up. Penny's with got a great line. It's like MJ's line is number one for signature shoes, and then after that, for me, it's probably Penny. Like he just had probably five bangers, right? Yeah, I mean, LeBron suck. LeBron, Kobe had bangers. Sure. But not in the same, I guess, the same way. Pippen had bangers. But, yeah. Is is Penny still a a commentator? Like, what's he doing? He's the coach of the Memphis fucking Tigers. He's the head coach. Did not know. Bar stool sports. The athletic. Um, All right. Are there any sneakers you're not fucking with? Let's, I mean, obviously, it's, like, easy to focus on the hype shit that we were kind of trashing earlier like what sticks out to you that you're just like, I hate when I see someone wearing that, I just know who they are and I hate them. I mean, I hate to say a common project. I just, I just feel, I've been listening to the episodes back. Of fucking course. Evans, fuck that fucking it's guy. Tough, man. It's fucking, you bald headed. Fuck. You fucking, I'm so fucking angry right now. Run the gauntlet with your fucking metaphors. Your fucking metaphors. Sean. Fucking Evans. <laughs> Swig's mouthwash of Bacardi. <laughs> that was fire. That's so good. That's America, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I feel I feel like the time is gone. But even worse to me is the one uh, that looks like a common project. You're like, that's just a plain white shoe. You're just wearing a plain white leather shoe, man. Oh, the ripoff comic? No, just any, just any, right, like, okay. any common oh. project sort of. Derivative. Look. Yes, Derivative. Exactly. Here's a streamlined look. I will say, I will say to Trey's point that the only thing worse than wearing common projects, and this is at least for me, I'm speaking for myself, is a fake common project imitation shoot. Well, that's some like cops that's off the Instagram tar- micro target. Uh, I know. I'm just like, saying like, yeah. so to everyone who's mad at us for shitting on common projects, I think there is a listener who spent a lot of money on CPs and has CPs. What I'm trying to say to that guy is that it could be worse. So chill. It doesn't get better, but, do, but, but it do could be better. Yeah, but do better. It doesn't necessarily get better, but it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Trey, I want to ask you about, obviously now, athletes in fashion have always gone hand in hand. But I want to ask you about athletes and their style. Whose athlete style are you currently fucking with? Because you're a sports guy. 1990s Michael Jordan, 100%. You're fucking with. 100%. Let let me ask you this. Um, Is Michael Jordan a style icon? Given the whole gamut of his fucking career, because obviously 90s Jordan was big gas, but does his current and like 2000 shit cancel out? Does his later seasons cancel out the early shit? It's like Game of Thrones, right? It's like Game of Thrones. It's like uh, the Rolling Stones, you know? It's like, do you count their their recent music when you're talking Bro. about the all-time classics? It's like Bob Dylan, sure. or you're like, oh, man, Bob Dylan sucks right. because he released a terrible album in 2007. Who cares? Hold up. First of all, Michael first Jordan of all, dresses like an asshole. First of all, <laughs> Bob Dylan put out a single a few weeks ago that slaps. It's Shut 17 up. minutes long, and it's about Shut the up. JFK assassination. And the Rolling Stones <laughs> put out a single today that sucks. It's about quarantine. See, think, and you're not, and you're not saying we got to get the Rolling Stones out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know if anybody's really concerned with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but uh, to me, Young MJ was so classic that it's like means, he set the, the means, style, man. The means yeah. justify the ends. Yeah, to, to, Trey is absolutely correct. Also, like Jordan is such a monumental influence on all culture that like everybody at least is aware of his style. Which right. you can't say for like anyone else. Which is for me, it's he's in another category. So the I mean, reason we're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna talk about uh, Jordan and Last Dance. Like there's a whole okay. section. I'm just in, saying behind the paywall. The so reason if you upgrade, the reason we clown him is because we have the context of the nuclear swag everyone does of when he came into the league. Right. 
It's all time classic. No Iverson is Iverson is the only guy mm. that is even close, and that's why people make fun of the big Iverson clothes also. But like when Iverson fucking crossed up Jordan, that was a torch passing of swag, right? Same. All right, so 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 stylish athletes. You got Jordan, and this isn't just basketball. Um, we got Jordan. I Not love ranked. Jimmy Butler's look right now. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy Butler on court look. Uh, crop top. I yeah. love a crop top, like a tough crop top with bike shorts sticking out. He just looks really tough. Um, did he like, steal? Did he run off with Ezekiel Elliott swag though? Exactly. Yeah, probably. Um, but come on, if, if you got it, flaunt it. I love sure. a crop top. Um, I don't even have it, but I'll still, I'll still cut a shirt. Why you not? don't mind? You don't mind that Jimmy Buckets is a very abrasive basketball. I love him, man. He was a bull. We should have never traded him, but Agreed. whatever. Um, yeah, he's abrasive because all he comes in and says, "Hey, man, I want to win. I want to be the best." Do you? But he's not that good. Everybody else couldn't handle it. Well, but he's not that good either. He's got it, bro. But he's not that good. <laughs> he's not that good. All right, so that's <laughs> he's, he's, he's not that. MJ. He's not MJ. He hasn't he's earned, he has, he hasn't earned the – He wants to be like those guys have. He thinks he's Dwayne Wade. He's not Dwayne Wade. That's all I'm saying. But maybe he will be. Maybe he no. could have been. If they would step up. Trey, the world may never know. All right, we got two bulls on athlete style that you're fucking with. We got Jordan. We got Jimmy Butler. Who else? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Can I apologize? Uh, when Jinx was on the show, Brandon Jinx Jenkins, we were talking about that. He was talking about this kid, and he was immediately poo-pooed by, I think, m- maybe me more than anyone else. This kid, I didn't know what I was talking about. I said he was dressing fire, but he w- wasn't putting work in on the court. But he like kind of was, and I didn't realize that. And it's a shame that the season got cut short because – I was very interested in what was going to happen because I was wrong. And yeah, why, why are you why are you fucking with this guy's style? Like I'm looking at his shit now, and he's no, like, he's uh, good. It's fire, kind I mean, of. He's extreme. I feel like he's extreme. I just feel like he at least has a point of view. And I he's feel good, like, young Russ. He's good, young Russ. Exactly, you know? okay. exactly. He dresses yeah. like a very young guy. I mean, like it's not like exactly how I would be dressing, but I think he looks super cool when he's walking his down. Draft day, his draft day suit is fucking bonkers. Oh, his draft day suit was an insane look. But then he's now I mean, he's I know, on the, like, I like tunnel it. fits. Like, I'm talking like t- the tunnel fits are decent. Are decent. They're good. That's the thing with the NBA. In my opinion, and I'm sure there's a whole part of this in the run of show that James prepared, and I did not, so I can't say for sure. But I'm sure we're going to talk mad fucking tunnel style. But this guy has some of the best tunnel style. What him, Kuzma, and Diego? Well, I would say so. I would say that uh, looking right. at his fits now because we're on Zoom, um, I think his fits are in like. A vacuum, I would say, are on the trash side of the spectrum, but in the context of young the NBA, NBA, yes, no, all he NBA is all NBA. He's doing it more right than wrong. Trey, yeah, the NBA exactly. has a different like, standard, right? It's not. We're not oh yeah, exactly right. Here. It's hard to get close. It's a, low, it's a lower bar. Tall it's a lower guys bar. with crazy looks. Um, so that to me is like, are you? Do you look like every single other guy who is walking down? Do you look like every single other guy, or do you have something that if you just saw the clothes, you'd be like, I know who that is. Do you yeah. know? Like, do you do you look at NBA players and you're like, that guy's got a stylist. That guy's got the same stylist. That guy's got the same stylist. That guy dresses himself. Like, can you tell immediately? I don't know about immediately because I think there's so much crossover at this point between what people are looking for. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you can tell like you, to me, it was like Wade and LeBron back when they were together with the heat was like the biggest, the obvious one. Well, oh, like, they wow, shared you know. a stylist. There exactly. Was, exactly. Now, I'm blanking and I feel bad because she's shared stylist. She's, <laughs> she's very famous there. She is like the number one NBA stylist. And that yeah. was a period 
I think we kind of left that period a bit, but that's when all the guys started dressing exactly the same, almost because like it was all coming from the same person. Right. Whereas yeah, now exactly right. it's a little bit different, but for the most part, I think the bar is, it's almost so low that I think that some of these young guys almost like just by, again, virtue of, of the realm they're playing in, like really create a whole personal brand off looking fine. Just good. Not even oh, yeah, like that's Kuzma. That's 100% Kuzma. Sure, it's like exactly. he's in the perfect spot in L.A. He gets some fits off. I think he has a few uh, fingers in I his agree. past, no doubt about it. I like that he miss. is willing to take chances. Yeah, he's got some uh, some trash, no doubt about it. Um, but it's like you would think the guy's an all-star just because he dresses well and plays for L.A., right? So for him, it's it's if he's able to, to pull it off a little bit, it's perfect for him. Yeah, it's dress, just dressing for the starting five. That's um, right. For the boys. He's any other, boys. any other, uh, to throw it back to kind of like, you know, when you mentioned Jordan, like any other athletes in the nineties and again, just outside of the NBA that you were, whose style you real you really fuck with. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders had an say, incredible look. I remember go. our coaches like had to ban wearing bandanas underneath. Uh, uh, dress good, play good, get paid good. They pay good. It's like, why do I have a gold necklace? Why do I have like a custom chain? Because Deion Sanders had one back in 1994, right? He used to wear like a, uh, a headband around his neck. I don't even know what that was for, but I would do it to school. What a foolish look, <laughs> but like, I don't know, so flashy. And he had so many different looks, I feel like, too, starting because he came up in the 80s with Miami. Right. So he was, you know, he was, uh, he was dripping then, and, but then it just became a little bit more, uh, just a little bit more prime time, baby. Yo, bro, <laughs> the, uh, the best, the greatest hot dog of all time is prime time. And that's what he did, right? The per- He's a professional wrestler, but he played fucking professional sports. Yeah, and he held it up like he was as good as he talked, and then he yeah. looked as cool as he was talking. That was he was awesome. It's like he, if you're talking Mount Rushmore of '90s guys, he's easily there. Like James, are we doing a Mount Rushmore right now for Trey? Let's do, let's do Mount Rushmore. I mean, oh, no. I have top, I have top five, but we'll do Mount Rushmore of uh, stylish athletes. Swag, just general swag, or yeah, right, just swag. Okay, well, I mean, MJ's on there. I guess he's the Abe, the number one. Uh, the Magic Johnson has some incredible looks from the '80s. That's, you know, he got the short coat. look. Or the fur, fur coat. The fur coat is an iconic Oof. look. Yeah. Uh, Dion is there. Uh, maybe I'm yeah. dropping. And Rodman. I, I mean, to Rodman. me, who else is even stylish outside of Iverson basketball? Iverson for sure. Iverson had a great look. He was like the best. He had the coolest look with a, the baggy jersey. Like he just pulled it off when I those think Vince Carter things were in. I think yeah, Vince Carter is a sneaky guy. With the what M1 really? And one shoes, yeah, and just like general. Then he became a Nike athlete. He was like a headband guy. He was Wait, doing so. It. So that was like six athletes. So if we have to, if we're sticking oh, it to a Mount Rushmore, we got. Oh you said Jordan. You said Jordan, Magic Rodman, Dion, and who else would I add as a stylish athlete? Mike Trout. <laughs> Exactly. Like, is there any cool baseball player? I'm trying to think. Are there any cool, stylish are there any young cool Gretzky? Player? Young Gretzky had pretty good swag. Nineties Gretzky came yep. to LA. Gretzky had swag. What I about mean, like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Swing? The sweetest, the sweetest yeah. look. The Ken kid, Griffey Jr. The kid. Also Agassi. Also Andre Agassi. Sure. No. Young Ichiro. A shout out Ichiro. Ichiro. Damn. Big Oakley guy. Yo, can I just say, um, I'm I'm like 20 pages from finishing the Andre Agassi memoir. That shit is fucking yeah. gas. He rocks, dude. He rocks. He smokes meth and win and and yeah. until he was like 35. Wearing a yeah. wig and stuff, right? Goals. Goals. Yeah. Yeah, 
Just wifed up Stephanie Graff. Like, what the fuck? The story of this podcast, bro. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> meth at 35. <laughs> and winning! <laughs> um, besides Agassi, Trey, are there any uh, stylish white athletes? <laughs> I mean, Bill Walton had a look, right? Like, okay, Bill yeah. Walton was yeah. an OG deadhead. Like, he looked yeah. insane. Like when He partied with Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, he basically, like, financed the Europe or uh, the Egypt trip, right? Like, then flew over and would just leave the team. Um, he was like an OG crunch guy. I love that. I love his look, obviously. Um, I think Luke Walton said that his earliest memory that he can kind of like put together is uh, waking up, stepping out of a teepee in his dad's backyard, and Jerry Garcia is just walking by naked. Fire. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's wicked. Uh, he's that's, got incredible so stories, sick. and it's like really cool. I think it's awesome that he's still so involved with them, and it's like you know, still to this day producing Grateful Dead content. Bill Walton, he's like a hundred years old. <laughs> True, he's got to carry around that fucking chair. Yeah, exactly. You can see him at every concert because he's the one guy there that's seven feet tall. <laughs> um. All right. Any? Okay. How about this? Who are some trash athletes with trash style? Let's call mm. them out right now. Westbrook has gone too far. I mean, that's the one to me. It's like Westbrook. He must be stopped. He's had ups and downs. He's had ups and downs. Um, is he but, just trying to like be, is he just trying to like remain relevant? He's like, all right, I'm never going to get a chip. Let me just fucking troll these headlines. Yo, that's rude, bro. That's tough. That's tough on him. Um, that's but mean I, I mean, maybe he's flying under the radar a little bit more now that he's playing with Harden, you know, cause Harden has some extreme looks, but I love some of the stuff Harden has done. I like hate them. For magazines. I hate them together. I just want to say it. That GQ thing just really confirmed it for me. Just I I don't want any part of that whatsoever. How about the GQ thing? Like a couple of years ago, though, when he's in like uh like the peak sequin top with the peak sequin shorts. I can deal with them. I hate. I personally don't like Harden at all. But like, if I'm going to don't like it when it comes together, I deal with them apart. To, and even West, but yeah, together, just no. I'm. I, I will just, say. I will say down. this real quick. Thumbs down. Uh, the Russell Westbrook Jordan commercial. Yes. 2016 to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Uzi. Now I do what I want. Now I oh, outro, fucking, no, mm. outro music. Please note that yeah. slapper. It's yeah. out of your hands, Trey. It's up to God now. That's good. That's fine. I mean, that's the thing. Westbrook has had some classics and he's had some like insane looks that just don't hit. Um, right. But you know, he goes up and down. I feel like everybody does like LeBron, I think has come back to being a pretty decent dresser, despite the fact that he had some crazy, he looks good. Country club looks back in the day, but yeah, like he looks awesome now. Like he, you he like knows the Tom who, Brown he knows who to buy from. Yeah, I like it. I like when he outfits a whole team and they come showing up. Like if there's going to be one guy that wears uh, a short suit and actually makes it look a little bit decent, I feel like LeBron can pull it off. Rather than you know, I think he's going to look better than Draymond Green or something like that. <laughs> and he rocks uh, Jimmy Gorecki and Eric Emanuel. He does. Alum alumni. <laughs> True. LeBron is part of the throwing fits universe. <laughs> he really is. Well, low he's key, only That's good. He's only well, one degree away. Low key, he is. He's as, else is like he's as close to us as Trey. Because I mean, we're going to talk about this on the, when we talk about like tunnel fits and shit. But like, obviously, if you come correct in the tunnel, or if you at least like get attention in headlines, you can make a brand for yourself. Who's out there in this kind of current generation that is just like doing too much, being a little too extra? Try like being fucking try hard trying to get you know sponsorship dollars or whatever off like their fits that is just breaking it. Interesting. Um, I'm not one of the guys who really likes what PJ Tucker does as a general oh. tunnel guy. To me, it's just like, yeah, man, you're super rich, you should be able to have every single shoe there is. Like, I watched his yeah. sneaker shopping, he just went there and said, This, 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 enter. I mean, 
PJ Tucker has trash style. He he copies like a lot of. I saw a thing where he literally was wearing outfits that like ASAP Rocky was wearing like like a month or two later, and it's like you're not. Again, some people are built for this fashion shit, and some people aren't. Speaking as a guy who has not, so you got to know your fucking role. But I will say about his sneakers, he knows the history. That's he knows the history. He's so, deep in the game. There's no doubt about it. So I will and he's say the classics. So that's what I'll say. PJ Tucker as a sneaker guy. Go, go play with, with the piggies in the mud. Leave, <laughs> leave the fashion shit to the fucking experts. That's to, the big bo- to the big boys. To the big boys. Come on, bro. Know your role. That's all. Um, all right, Trey. Any other, anyone else you want to fucking drag before we move on to the next category? Fuck with not fuck with working title. I'm just scrolling through a League Fit's Instagram. And I mean, there are, there are some bad ones, of course. I'm not a big fan of Chris Paul's style. I'm not a fan oh. of... Yeah, Chris Paul, Chris Paul just dresses like a dad. He just dresses like a nice dad. That little demon deacon, you hate to fucking see it. He's trash. Him and Tim Duncan. I'm the most stylish ball player ever from Wake Forest. Let me just say it right now on podcast. Tim, what do you think about like Tim Duncan's like dad style? He's like got his, a point of view. Norm right? <laughs> he doesn't care. They, yeah. His look now is good. He cl- yeah, he, he looks did. really cool now. You can tell it's he like Jay Z. It's yeah, he did Jay Z thing. Didn't someone like take a picture of him like standing in line at like a Target like with like a bunch of like jorts like trying to <laughs> cop a bunch of jorts from Target or some shit? It's one of the best places to get jorts I hear. Waste forty five jorts like, from Target like what forty six had- inch inseam. <laughs> Trey's wearing the jorts. He's wearing Tim Duncan's <laughs> signature jorts right now on camera. You can't see it at home, but we can. It's not a jump, man. It's just a dude doing a layup. <laughs> <laughs> just a bank shot. A guy doing a post-up yeah. bank shot. Well, 12-foot um. banker. All right, Trey. Um, yo, in lieu of live sports, because obviously shit is fucking canceled for indefinite future. Although I guess like the Masters are going to be like the first sports thing that's going to open back up, which, I mean, it, it, that's the most MAGA sports event there is. <laughs> um, so God bless them. Uh, what are you what are you fucking with in lieu of watching live sports you know every night especially we were we the the, the fucking NBA playoffs would have started like a week ago right mm-hmm. what are you fucking with in lieu of live sports what are the alternatives that you're fucking with right now the last dance is the big thing right now that's like taking over this is, I'm actually quite, uh, curious to ask you guys is this a huge deal for you that the last dance would come out I love it I um, love it I'm not a huge sports guy like I'm not like but like 90s uh, Bulls Knicks was like I fucking shit right like that's what like I grew up on yeah so exactly that's, that's and, that's, and that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking there is the universal appeal because I mean in the sports world this is the biggest documentary that's ever come out right like people are so excited OJ about one. it OJ one was up OJ one was huge there's no doubt that was a big one and I mean who that's true crime a- too that's true crime so it's different to some degree <laughs> This is no trade. I will say for me, this is I'm tapped in like it's manna from heaven. This is a this is yeah. A, for you, anyone who's our age, this is everything, right? If you cared about pop culture, do you think there are a lot of uh, like hypies out there that are like, wait, there's a guy named Michael Jordan? <laughs> probably, right? Like there are probably people who are like, twenty three. That's like LeBron's number. Chuck, did you know who? Chuck, did you know who? Did you know who Bill Paxson was? <laughs> no. You know who John Paxson is? I know LeBron and Iverson. <laughs> that that's those were my Jordans, honestly. Did you know who Judd Buechler, did you know who Judd Buchler was? No. <laughs> Bill but are you, would you be into this documentary? I want to get into it because I didn't watch Jordan growing up. That's I'm the just whole point. Like, oh, 
they named the they named the cool the and like he's cool. Like I know him for the four. I know him for like the fucking the four. You know for <laughs> his, his names. I, th- those are my favorite Jordans. Those are my favorite Jordans. Okay, that's fair. Wow. Have you started? I'm being it? serious. Like I'm not. A I lot know, of people. I, a lot of people are capping. Like they like watch that man play basketball. My age. Like I was not a long watching time ago. Play. But it's I YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. To trade, trade did a tweet about this kind of to some degree. You could watch all these games on YouTube. All these highlights. I, I get it, but I like know, I, I think this me, this doc puts does a great job of like context uh, establishing the context and also the footage just looks so fucking yes. Good. And it's that's delicious. why I'm excited to watch it. Wait, Chuck, you haven't watched the first two episodes? They've been on demand for a week. No, yeah, I wasn't well, sure where how Chuck's how uh, to watch it. No, what? Chuck 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 has a real tree real tree camo TV. You can't find it. Wait, Trey, can you do us a favor? Chuck on IG Live, did he, I believe he asked, is Michael Jordan in The Last Dance? Can you answer this, Trey, for him once and for all? We established oh, yeah, the baby. truth. Oh, yeah, baby. You're getting all the full Jordan, they call it. Um, and it's like the first time he's ever spoken. Uh, so it's, it's so wicked. And you guys are right. The footage looks so cool. It's like we're seeing 1990s basketball with 2020 technology. Like, I wish it would have Dude, come like, out any time in the past 20 years, but now is awesome. Just hearing that intro song. Yeah. Is like got me fucking serious hyped. by the Alan Parsons project. That's all. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I, I was flat. I was in full Bulls uniform watching this the debut. And you, and when they hit the actually... Alan Parsons, I'm like standing up, like I'm ready to go. I'm like, let's go, let's go play. <laughs> Wait, so you got dressed up like you were like a dude going to a Star Wars premiere, or a hundred percent? I was just sitting on my couch. We're Hell talking yeah. red shorts, red jersey with a red warm up top. Did you do that the I had to baby powder? The game got started. Did you do the baby powder? Yeah, I put flour all over my hands. The kitchen was filthy. You know, I was just ready to go. Hell yeah. Um, your and wife's I lived like, up to it. Your wife's like, honey, I'm trying to fucking bake some sourdough. Stop throwing flour on the kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, the game's starting. The game's starting. We got to get going here. <laughs> um, wait, Chuck. So are a lot of kids your age, like, not into this shit? I think they are. But, like, I, I, all I'm saying is, like, for – I remember kids – saying Kobe whenever they shot shit in the trash and like mm. watching LeBron. But that was, that, was, like, that was Dave Chappelle. Sure. Yeah. And Kobe. <laughs> right. It wouldn't have happened without Kobe. But like, that's what <laughs> I'm saying is like, I think Kobe and LeBron are like way more my, well, and I, while I'm excited really. for this and, and for like you guys said, to give it context to like his career and like all the fire shoes, like I'm excited to see it. <laughs> Wait, to Chuck's point, here's a question for Trey and James, both of you. Let's say young people were talking about something. I don't follow anyone on Twitter that's younger than, I don't know, at this point, 28. So I wouldn't even know if people Chuck's age were like, I don't even get the point of this. Like, how would that be amplified into my world? I mean, Larry, like, you simp simp for Cardi. (laughs) Yeah, but I I feel like a lot of mid-30s white guys simp for Cardi. Eh, I know one. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's on me well you know we're professionally connected what can i say yeah at one time yeah. um trey when when all the episodes leaked are you someone that like did you jump on that or be like no i want to like respect the sanctity of, i'm keeping it in of, my of pocket I, i'm saving it up i like it i like it coming once a week uh because to me then it feels like a game seven every weekend yeah. i'm like i wake up i wake up sunday morning i'm like sick to my stomach i'm like oh man <laughs> gonna pull it off are the balls going for number six tonight and it finally happens i'm like yeah all right all right we still did it that still happened 20 years ago but i just love the anticipation of it i i feel like 
being quarantined in general feels like a throwback to the 90s. So like having a huge 1990s like themed event at Sunday night that everybody happens to be watching is just like kind of perfect to me. I mean, when, when like, I feel like this is the first Destination TV thing since like Game of Thrones, like early Game yeah. of Thrones, right? Like, well, I mean, the first even, time where it's even like the finale, have- it was like everybody was, you got to check this out. You got to see what's yeah. happening for the, the very finale. Um, but for yeah, it, fans, this is a, as close as you can get, in my opinion, to an actual live sporting event with real stakes, right? Like the, because the weight of the history um, and what this doc is kind of like exposing, I think for a lot of people, it's, it's very significant, right? And, and the fact that they're doing not one, but like one and then the other, that to me, even like, cause you get that first one. And then when it fucking clips over in the second one, you're like, and I get a whole nother episode that to me really does it. Cause I could have dragged this out even more, but they did it. And I kind of respect that. Cause it makes the, for me, the perfect TV watching experience, that perfect kind of emotional. Well, um, Trey, I want to ask you this. So 50,000 people in the U.S. alone have died of COVID-19. Um, has, Bobber, uh, you know, that because, was a mood switch. Because of this global pandemic, they, they moved this doc series up from June to April. Uh, was it worth it? <laughs> I mean, I've wanted to see this footage for 22 years, you know? So, yes. Um, can, we, can we just talk about, like... It, I heard a rumor that because uh, all of this footage belongs to MJ, right? He like owns the rights to all this footage because it was him that allowed all these cameras into like the Bulls organization and to film him um, and the Jordan brand. So like I heard a rumor that on the day that the Cavs won a ring in 2016, he called up the production company. He was like, yo, unlock the vault, let Gervaldo in. Let's fucking do this. Is, th- is this really him trying to like, counter the whole LeBron over MJ legacy for fucking simpletons like Chuck. Yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, what? I don't know. I mean, when LeBron won that title in 2016, it was like, we're really having the conversation, right? Like that was when people are like, okay, now we got to talk. Is it, is he the greatest of all time or is it Jordan? And you know, Jordan's a competitive guy. Uh, so when that happens, surely he's like, let's get on this. I got to tell my story. People need to remember. People need to know. Do people really think that Jordan went six and zero in the finals? That's the end, and with six finals MVPs, I don't know how Trey. Maybe you can help uh, articulate this for me or translate this because I never understand this on sports Twitter. James and I we're in black Twitter, right? That's what we do. That's what we understand. We don't understand basketball Twitter. So how could anyone not think that Jordan is the goat with that finals record and finals MVP line? I don't get it. It's different watching it. It's different. It's different when like you, you would never think Jordan would ever lose a game, right? Like you would think going into every game, he's going to win. You know, it's not going to happen, but even with LeBron, he's like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll lose game one. We'll see what happens. Um, But if you weren't there to remember what it was like feeling that Jordan was going to go out and win every single game, you just don't know. Um, Are people, are people blinded by LeBron's crazy stats, which are, uh, uh, they're an anomaly, right? Like they're, they are be matched, right? Um, and he's going to go down. I mean, he's, he'll be the all time leading scorer, right? Like he'll have all kinds of records. He'll play for such and such a long time. He'll probably be the first guy that ever plays with his son during a game. Um, so the accomplishments are going to be crazy. And he also was able to like, uh, he's such a smart, like business media guy that he's able to tell his story as well. Right. Like he's already had commercials where he's like, when I won that title in 2016, man, that's when I knew I was the GOAT. And so people are like, if LeBron's saying it, is it true? And I'm just like, I, I don't think so. That's LeBronception. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got LeBronception. That's exactly right. Um, that being said, like I was there in 2016 when he won the championship, I was like, this is, this feels like Jordan right now seeing this happen. Did LeBron have a, a stronger supporting role than Jordan ever did? Cause like Jordan had fucking again, like John Paxton, like hit the game. He had winner. Pippen though. He had Scottie Pippen. He had Pippen. I mean, LeBron had, had, Hall LeBron, of Famer. had LeBron had Dwayne Wade. He had Kyrie, like, I mean, I don't know. I I love Pippen and Rodman. I'll take Pippen and Rodman over anybody that LeBron has had next to him. Do you think the big three in Chicago was better than the big three at the Heat? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Even with Rodman being like an offensive kind of fucking liability, 100%? Yeah, I mean, he was a liability, but he got it back on the defensive end, I think. Um, And he's cooler than Chris Bosh. Like, you'd rather rather be rooting for Dennis Rodman. That's fair. Chris Bosh is a fucking nerd. He likes to read books and shit. He's a sentient uh, fucking velociraptor. Yeah. Um, What do you think of this rumor that uh, the whole rumors about Kim Jong-un being on his deathbed is actually ESPN marketing for episode three of The Last Dance, which is about Rodman? (laughs) I mean, hopefully he makes it to see his best friend finally get his moment in the sun, right? Are you hyped for for me? That's going to be, I guess, when will this come out? This is coming out after after. episodes three and four of Last Dance. So I will say this, Trey, as a guy who's probably not as plugged in as you are to basketball, everyone knows about Jordan, but getting exposed to like what was happening with Pippen, that was very eye-opening for me and definitely, I think, changed how I think about Pippen in my mind and how much I respect him now that I kind of knew what was happening. I feel like for Rodman, people that are younger know him as like the crazy dude. He wore the wedding dress, bad as I want to be. Like, what kind of paradigm shift is going to happen with him as an icon after people see him on Sunday night? That's a great question um, because it's going to go back into his backstory with the Bulls too because he was like despised by Bulls fans. Exactly. Like, the, the Pistons era. Yeah, like his, his episode is going to be so wicked. Um, but, in, you know, he had his uh, 30 for 30 not too long ago. Sure. That's great. Um, but I don't think it's getting anything near the traction that the last dance is going to get. So maybe seeing all the ups and downs of what Rodman had to go through in just an hour, right, is going to be extreme. But then you're also going to get to the part like 97, 98, he would just – he would just leave. He'd be like, coach, I got to go to Vegas for 48 hours. Like, right. I'm going to go insane if I don't go party in Vegas. So like, Michael Jordan's flying across country. I rock um, so hard that I have to do this for me. But that's the I thing. Have people, to. people see Rodman like getting his hair dyed by like Letterman on like a tum- uh, on an Instagram wannabe Tumblr mood board, you know, where I feel like this is going to, I really think it's going to put respect on, on, on Rodman's name. I'm excited for it. Do you, think, do you think episode three ends with the uh, Cactus Plant flea market? collaboration <laughs> and not out of the realm of possibility and then Cynthia Lou showed up and yeah. uh, put four eyes on a smiley face <laughs> um, <laughs> all right so we're going to talk about last dance behind the paywall a little bit more but uh, what else are you filling that live sports void with Trey I'm deep in the Bon Appetit YouTube Ooh. test tick kitchen channel no doubt about it um that to me is the perfect at home content and even before that just because like you're learning the skill and you're meeting these people you chef it up (laughs) yeah Uh, i'm medium i'm mediocre you know um better than i was before you know i pick one episode just hone in on it hone in on it learn learn the perfect skills and then as you're doing that you're learning other things that you're going to pick up and use your other recipes yeah who's Who's your your favorite favorite, uh, personality uh, right now I really like Sola. Sola, I think has been killing it. Brad's awesome. Um, yeah. Andy Baragani is one of my favorite. I just love his meticulous nature. I feel wait, like the, wait, the, Trey, the, if you had to assign uh, basketball analogies for some of the, the test kitchen chefs, maybe just let's do, let's do Brad. Let's do Delaney. 
Let's do all the, the all the big hits. I'm curious. Okay. If you can. Let me test. think. I just want to say this while you're thinking. I feel like the BA test kitchen personalities are this like phenomenon that like me for one didn't realize like became a thing. And then all of a sudden, like everyone, you know, is like, oh yeah, I really just love like fucking, you know, Brad is like my spirit animal or Sola is like my, it's a reality show. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, I mean, I'll, I only fuck with Delaney, first of all. Yeah. It's our close personal test kitchen friend. Oh yeah. That to me, trust me, it was very weird when I, you know, I, like I said, I've been following you guys on the gram on the internet for a while now. Um, so then suddenly I'm watching and this guy shows up. I'm like, I've seen this guy all over Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that, uh, when you, when you choose your favorite test kitchen personality, like that's supposed to say a lot about you, right? It's like the fucking, you know, uh, your favorite spice girl, your favorite, yeah, or like the, the captain planet, Musketeers, or whatever the fuck they're called. Captain Planet Musketeers, that's what they're called. <laughs> the Captain Planet Musketeers. I mean, I'm Love a Brad. Those kids. I am a Brad, if, uh, yeah. if we're talking types here, no doubt yeah. about it. But no, so yeah, what are, the, what are the basketball type. analogies? Now that, I, now that I killed some time for you and, and looked like an idiot, um, <laughs> I, I... Thank you I'm for like, your sacrifice. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just you know, taking all the bullets for you. I, I might have asked you nuanced a question for on the spot. It's I'll give you Delaney. What if Delaney is Robert Ory? Okay, go on. He shows up. You never know exactly how he's going to show up, but when he's there, you're like, "I'm glad he's there. I'm glad he. I'm glad he came through in the clutch." Hell yeah! Okay, you trust him with the ball in his hands and the clock winding down. That's a hundred percent right, and he can carry it on his own if he needs to. Big shot, Delaney. Our Trey, are there ball. any? Um, are there any like big like uh you know TV or like at home um kind of live sport alternative events that you're not fucking with? Um, what do you think, what do you think about, um, like sports channels running back like classic games? That to me is the stuff that I'm, I'm not a hundred percent tuning into. I, I want to see the new stuff or I want to see something that I haven't seen a million times before, which is generally what you're going to get. You know, you're going to get a classic hit. You're going to get the Michael Jordan flu game. And I've watched the flu game a hundred times in my life. Like give me an Eastern conference finals game six, but it's all on YouTube. Right. So you're getting the worst quality. You're getting uh, maybe somebody recorded off their VCR. So you're getting like the little interference lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, I don't know. Uh, there are people like, you know, like, like live tweeting along to these games that happened 15 years ago. I'm like, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of content out there that you've never seen. You yeah. could be introduced to something new. Honestly, you know what would be fire is if uh, they aired the original commercials to those games. Ooh, uh, that's all right. That would be cool. That's like a I love the '90s type beat. That yeah. one shit. What do you? Sort of a great idea. So Trey, you were mentioning this earlier, but you think that Chuck's throwing fits IG lives are going well? You think that's like a a standard? That's a good standard that uh, quarantine content is being set. I love that spinoff show. I mean, IG Live in general, I feel like has been kind of uh, a lifesaver for content. Just people are doing stuff. It's giving people a reason to try and come up with something. Some of them are hits. Some of them aren't. But uh, the vibe check, no doubt has been a banger. I mean, I turn it on and my kids are like, who is that? Who is that? Is that Chuck? Do you know him? Is that his house? Are you guys friends? I'm like, yes, yes, we are. But we can't talk to him. We can't message. We can't send him emojis. <laughs> well, listen, man, we appreciate you tapping in, Trey. That was Absolutely. big. First confidence. We, we're just trying to make, we're trying to embolden Chuck, you know, to kind of take the next step in his professional career as a personality a host and it's really nice when the throw game can galvanize around him thanks to independent thought leaders in the extended right. universe such as like for example yourself i was a third mic once man and look at Ooh. me now 
wow. Chuck, I mean, I could aspire to be. IG Live has really kind of like stepped in to fill the void. And in the music world, it's really become like the, like the battles, like the verses. Like, is there anything similar uh, making waves in like the sports world? It's not good. I mean, they tried <laughs> horse, right? And, and it was like very choppy going back and forth. They just mm-hmm. didn't do it a perf- the perfect way. Um, but I haven't seen anything like that. I've been thinking there probably would be something that's sort of, you know, sort of like an IG battle, like a, like a DJ battle or kind of like, kind of like horse where you're like, okay, check out this cool move I can do. And then, you know, LeBron's watching at home and Kyrie does his cool move. And then LeBron has to do a cooler move. I don't know. Would that work? Would people actually tune into that? I don't know. Can't I hurt. watched Scott Storch play beats for two and a half hours. So maybe. <laughs> Hell yeah. We all did. We all did brother. <laughs> He is the nation's collective Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Put him on the uh, Rushmore. If he, if, as long as we're talking about liberating those nostrils, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trey, what about music? What music have you been fucking with whilst in quarantine? Ooh, well, you know I'm listening to The Dead. You know I'm a guy that actually listens to The Grateful Dead. Um, well, 77? What are you, you, don't just wear, you don't just wear the merch. I don't just wear the merch, but I love to wear the merch. Uh, Europe, se- Europe 72, Cornell 77. You're, you're saying the classics, of course. Uh, <laughs> Sunshine Daydream concert, 73, I believe. Actually, 72. That's a classic out there. There's also a great podcast, um, 36 from the Vault, that goes through the whole Dick's Pick series. So you listen along with it. I think maybe number seven now. It's the Wall of Sound era. Um, but I don't know. That's just uh, it's great. Almost background music, I feel how like. Did, have how did you... Rolling. Trey, how did you get into the dead, right? Because, like, there's a lot of posers out there, you know? There's a lot of people that maybe think that Sublime is better than the Grateful Dead, as an example. Uh, how did you I've get heard into- such a take. That's not, get- that's not a poser take. That's just Lawrence's take. How did, how did you get into the dead? High school. I mean, just really? existing in high school, yeah. Um, some people would know. You got it. Um, and then I fell away from it, as often does. And then my wife and I took a road trip up to PCH uh, back in the day, starting in L.A. all the way up to Vancouver. And Go I was north, like, north on one, to. baby. Yeah, that's exactly did. right. Um, yeah. And that's when I was like, <laughs> all right, I get it, man. I'm back in. I'm 100% back in. Then we went and saw a Dead & Company show. And, you know, now my kids are talking to me like, Dad, who do you think the greatest band? I'm like, the Beatles. They're like, I think the Grateful Dead. I was like, respect. <laughs> respect to you. Sick. Very sick. Uh, who do you think is better, Migos or the Beatles? Migos. Ooh. <laughs> as a, as a, I'm in as Atlanta a, now, you know. As I an, got Atlanta, a, I an Atlanta habitant, you are correct. Yeah, um, you would get deported if you didn't. That was a test. Exactly. What other music are you fucking with? You are in Atlanta, which is like something, music-wise, I feel like Lawrence and I are very jealous of you. You are in the fucking beating heart of hip-hop right Capital. now. Capital. Like, like, Capital city. It, it's Black Hollywood, baby. Like, do you... Do you feel that like you're you must be plugged in in some in some capacity? Is I mean, I'm here's the, the most hawk in I am is in like I'm I'm friends with a guy who was once um, working the counter in a Twenty One Savage video. Like that's my deepest connection to anybody in in the rap game. But it's very cool just because you can see that at least like the Hawks are trying to, to bring, uh, you know, the Atlanta hip hop culture into the arena. And I think it's pretty cool that like Trey Young and Migos seem to actually be friends. Like that's, that's how you really establish like yourself as a super celebrity, right? Like partnering up with other celebrities and you guys are existing like ice Trey, great nickname came from Migos. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Um, There's a there's a rare opportunity in Atlanta that you don't normally you wouldn't see outside of a major market right like New York with Spike or L A with J 
Jack or whoever the fuck, right? But like in Atlanta, it's so right now. And I think that drafting Trey Young is like, that's the big tipping point because he's fucking amazing. Yeah, and he's cool. Like he's just got yes. a cool game to him and he's fun to watch. Um, and like, you know, Two Chains owns the deal or uh, the sure. G League team here, that kind of stuff. They try and br- the Killer Mike has his uh barbershop inside the arena. So I like what they're doing. Um, and I don't know. I think it'll be fun like to have people actually like the Hawks as a cool team rather than like a team that's like, hey, have you met this year. like Gucci or anyone at a game? Like who's the coolest uh person? Killer Mike. Played? Killer Mike. Killer Mike's the coolest what guy. Have you, met like, have you met Thugger? Uh-uh. I would love to. What about just around town? Like, do you, like, there's so, like, all these dudes live in Atlanta. Like, do you, do you run into them at all? Like, at the fucking Whole Foods or Or events, anything? or like, events, right? Or events yeah. for... True. I'm uh, sure. Like, I've, I've met Big Boy at an event. That's what I met Killer Mike, like, at the swag shop, you know? Um, two chains. I shot basketballs with two chains once upon a time at a three-on-three tournament. He's got some game. Um... He was a college cool player, right? What's that? Yeah, he's a high school player. High school um, player, College yeah. player, maybe even as well. Um, but, like, am I running into Playboy Cardi? Not very often, you know? I don't no think one's he's running probably... into Cardi. He's exi- a vampire mode, bro. He's a vampire. Well, yeah. he's, fucking that, he's fucking that cop's daughter, so, you know. Well, he's fucking Iggy Azalea, first and foremost. Right. But, you know, like, um, I've seen T.I. around town. I've seen Usher around town. My my golden goose would be to see Andre 3000. Like, oh, I would just love well, to lives, see him out and about. He lives in New York. He lives in New York. He's That's the us. problem. He's with us. He's our... Is he or... Is we're he trying or, to book him uh, for the podcast. Do you have a Mount Rushmore of rappers? Ooh, Atlanta top rappers? Five, top five dead or alive? For sure, Andre 3000 is my number one. Facts. Um, Jay-Z is probably number two. Who else would I put in the top five? I never think of it in terms like this. You know, I like to like them all, you know? I like, I <laughs> why am I going to catch them all? Yeah, what exactly. Your, it's like a Pokemon. What about your boy, uh, Ye from, you know, Chicago? Mm. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there anymore. Wow. Um, you know, I read, I read the interview that just came out and he mentioned the part where he's like, this came out and people forgot about it. I was like, yeah, that was me. I forgot that this had come out, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but you know, the classics are still the classics. I had gold digger at my wedding. Who didn't? Um, <laughs> edited <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> exactly right thanks mom i was there too baby i, got, I know i know man <laughs> all right so we got Wait, andre Ye, Ye is off your yay is out of your top five because of um the recent kind of fall from grace for lack of a better term i would say that's fair yeah um wow you fully demoted him because here's the thing right i'm on the borderline and i'm sorry that james can't address this because of contractual obligations, but I'm not there yet. And it's crazy. Cause like, I feel like at a certain point you were probably like a Stan on my level, maybe even more because of the personal connection. And the fact that you've fallen off is making me maybe rethink. Maybe well, I'm it, it, it's, credit. It's, it's like, uh, it's like when we talk about Michael Jordan style, it's like, do you, if you appreciate his early shit so much that it cancels out the late shit? No, but it's not like, even it's the like early shit. It's, it, with yay. It's yay. Could have died after Jesus. He could have died after Pablo, and it would have been the best of all time, just as is, right? It's like Game of Thrones. The, the last season, for some people, spoils well, the sure. previous seven. Sure. There's two bad yay records, which I hate. I hate that bad yay records exist, and there was a time in my life where I would have said, Kanye West cannot make a bad record. We know that's not true anymore, but I still haven't demoted him because uh, front to almost back is so good. I mean, you're right. I'm caught in the moment. No doubt about it. You know, I'm just, uh, yeah. 
But no, no, no so, and it's hard not to be. Um, it's so hard much, not to be. We're also disappointed. That's why, because we all care so fucking much. Yeah, so exactly right. And I mean, like the difference between you know, like Jordan back in the day is like you know he's over the hill now. We should still yeah. be probably experiencing the best of Kanye because it feels like we've seen it so recently. Yeah. He, he, he's the guy more than Jay-Z, more than anyone. The age isn't a factor, right? That's never been a thing for him uh, versus everybody else almost like ever. Lil Wayne even, right? Like the greatest mind of rap arguably in our lifetime. Yeah, it, it sucks to see it. Though. Well, Jordan's smart and like even to a certain extent Jay-Z, like they're smart in that they're like, look, we're washed. Like we're just going to remove our – we're just going to step back and let the brand continue yeah. on. But like as an individual – I'm going to not ever speak ever again to like press or the public or anything. And just like, let, let the nostalgia and like what, what the greatness was just like continue on and speak for itself. Is that yeah, exactly. You get to a point where you're so famous that it's almost better to just be quiet about it. It's like LeBron would never go in the dunk contest, right? Because he know the, the best could happen was I could win it or it could go totally wrong. So right. I don't right. know. Um, the best is reach I win it, everyone already thinks I'm a good dunker, right? Like it yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, I, but you also at that point, when you're at that point, when you don't want to be killed for whatever you say, you know, or you want to kind of play it closer to the vest, you got to reach elder statesman status. And I, I think once you do that, you're kind of admitting a little bit, maybe you're not in the prime of your career. So, I, I mean, why would Kanye want to be like, yeah, I'm an elder statesman now? No, he's made his life on being the guy who's doing the next thing. Who's your favorite uh, of all time NBA player rapper? We got <laughs> Allen Iverson. We got Shaquille O'Neal. We got Dame, right? Mm. Who yeah. else is there? Dame Lillard. I put on a Shaq Kobe. record like a month Kobe. ago, and I was like, okay, this is this sounds like you aren't necessarily just an NBA player uh, that's rapping, but in general, they are pretty bad. Uh, I mean, I'm not turning on any NBA rappers to <laughs> listen to more than once, and you know, like out of curiosity. I guess I would give a lot of props to Ron Artest, the true warrior who took time uh, off from the season to promote his record. You know, at least he's going <laughs> the extra mile. Flip side of this question, Trey, who's, uh, what rapper is the best ball player? Who had the best skills? Master P, Lil B, Chains, Cha- or Cameron, Cameron, Mace. Mace. I played with Wale once. <laughs> um, he was very athletic. Like he was, he's probably the best athlete on the floor. He was like so, so fast. And, um, but, you know, just didn't have a, like a, a jump shot, really. But, it, like, he was just running around everybody. I think he was a running back in high school or something, right? Like, he was, yeah. like, a monster athlete back in the day. And you could tell on the basketball court, no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> Master P tried out for the Hornets. Master oh, P, the, yep. The Raptors, no? And his no, – Both, both. Both. And his son, Romeo Miller, played for USC. Best friends with DeMar DeRozan back in the day. Yes. There was pictures going around on Twitter not too long ago, and they're all wearing, like, a – P. Miller jerseys, and they're all de- like designed like uh, the Newport logo. Oh hell yeah! The jerseys that looks pretty good actually. Lil B tried out for the Warriors. I don't think he was even remotely close enough to making. I think he went to an open run or something. Lil B's made a nice life for himself, being just kind of right outside of the NBA, where enough guys are chiming in on him that they like think he's a super NBA personality. I like it. What do you think? Also, about uh, sixteen-year-old girls. Uh, also, sixteen-year-old girls writing Lil. I love Lil B on their feet. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think of the fuck Kevin Durant song? Fuck Kevin Durant. The Will B curse. Fuck Kevin Durant. I mean, you know it may have taken a little bit of time, but it's been tough for KD the past year and a half, right? Yo, you don't want that fucking curse, bro. That's exactly right. I mean, uh, we've seen so many people taken down by the Little B curse so, so far. 
I think uh, Harden's got the blessing, but it hasn't come through yet. But maybe there's a little bit of a delay on it. I don't the know. check has not cleared <laughs> on the base guard curse. Um, Trey, here's a category that's very important to these quarantine times. What film and TV, besides The Last Dance, are you currently fucking with? Shit's Creek. I can't really? believe it. I can't believe Shit's Creek you, is good. Are you, are you like all the way caught up where no, there, like the finale like, just happened, right? Yeah, I think they, I think their finale did just happen, but I'm like mid season three and I resisted it because, uh, I knew it was Canadian. So like, that's, that's a tough one to start with. Then it came out on Netflix. I was like, okay, I, I don't know if I'm looking here for scripted dramas right now or for scripted comedies. And then, and then it was recommended by the generation ahead of me, the moms and the dads saying it's going to be great. I'm like, Ooh, this is three strikes. This is going to be tough. But then we well, turned it on and it's great. Um, our close personal celebrity friend, Dan Levy, not Schitt's Creek, famous rich Dan Levy, the mm-hmm. other one. The, uh, TV, Dan the, Levy. the shittier one, the not famous yeah. one that no one cares about. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. To, you know, when, when you look up Dan Levy, you get Schitt's Creek. Like this shit, this show is like kind of a, a sleeper monster. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be very hacky, and it hasn't been hacky at all. Uh, all the characters are great. Uh, this Dan Levy, he's getting fits off. He's in Rick almost every single episode. Um, but it's Levy. fun. That's good. And Dan Levy, right? That's the difference. Dan it's Levy. Dan, okay, Dan, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Dan Levy, uh, Jewish show-running loser, our friend, trash. No one cares. Dan <laughs> yeah, Levy. TV show, Once Upon a Time. Again, nobody cares, Trey. Don't be nice. Just for Dan. Then Dan Levy, son of Eugene Levy, most famous dad and he's, ever. And he's the one with the MTV show. Yeah. Wait, what? Dan, famous, <laughs> famous rich Dan Levy had no, an MTV our, show. No, our Dan Levy, Levy was on an MTV show that he talked about in our podcast. That's what Trey is referencing. The other Dan Levy had an MTV who's, show, I think. Who's on first? No, you're wrong. No. All right, moving on. Moving so on. You're, fuck with, you're fucking with Shit's Creek. What else? <laughs> what else are you fucking with right now? I finished Ozark. Um, oh. and I know Chuck's big on Ozark. Slap uh, to me. You think it's, it's a slap? Where is it? Slap it's, uh, to me, it's like B minus Breaking Bad. It's uh, like, well, but that's but that's what you know it's gonna be. That's the whole thing. But I will say, season one of Ozark is B minus Breaking Bad. Season two, you're like, ooh, they're about to lose the plot, and then now season three is out. Breaking Bad is in the ground. The body is cold. It has been laid to rest. It's really coming into its own, and it's filling a void. It's filling a void. I love it's, it. It's, it's perfect filled. quarantine I just content. Like seeing, I just like seeing Michael Bluth getting into some mischief, you know? <laughs> My dude putting money in the banana stand. <laughs> the wrong way. Oh, the hard way. The hard way. Oh. Call Hell yes. All right. So what are we talking about now? I'm still deep on <laughs> Vanderpump rules. I'm still, oh, yes. I'm still here for it. Um, it's so bad, bro. Let's talk. It's so bad. It, it's is, really so bad. it is. I wish they would have brought new people in sooner. Um, because oh, no, no, I disagree. <laughs> well, well, how are you going to save it though? Otherwise right, so, we're just getting so, literal miserable people just hating each other. Can't That's all it. it is. Not savable. So I'll right now it it's, it's the old blood and the new blood. You're saying that the new blood should have come in sooner and then not just focus on the old blood. Like there's, first of all, there's too many storylines. Uh, <laughs> the new blood sucks. The old blood was J- Jax was not even in the most recent episode. Like that's how boring him that's and true. Brittany are. 
Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying is that the old blood is past their prime right now. So even scenes with them aren't carrying the weight they should. So we're hoping for something fresh from this new blood. And like, I don't hate the new people. I don't. I like Max. I think he's a keeper, but not all of them are going to be keepers. You need to just kind of go through a season, though, to see who's actually going to stick rather than throw them all in there at the end when it feels like things are falling apart for the old school. You can't expect these newbies to carry everything. You're right. When the newbies come on the screen, I go, oh, that's right. I like them. I don't care about the current storylines that are being manufactured, right? I think they, Dana, the stand-up comedian, I like that. That's a good call. Max, good call. Brett, I'm, 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 in, I'm in between. But my point like is, is that like let Brett. them play with Sheena, but give them their own show and then maybe put the, the, the magnifying glass over the old guard and, and be like, hey, Katie and Tom, we're not going to do a fake bra thing with Lisa Vanderpump. We need some real shit. Let's try to really do it. And maybe that would re- reinvigorate the talent, but it's not happening on either side. On this episode, Tom Schwartz gets addicted to Coke. Yeah. Like that's what, it, what it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. That would be fucking fire. What are the uh, I mean, at this point, I'm like, I'm going to stick it out regardless. Of right? course. Like, I got to see how their stories end. I've, gr- I've grown up with Jax Taylor. I, I, was, I was feeling like him. I was like, man, you're right. Jax Taylor is getting married. This is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. We've yes. grown uh, so much. What else on Bravo are you fucking with right now? Uh, Real Housewives, Beverly Hills and New York okay, uh, okay. are big here. Uh, Not Atlanta? Ooh. Well, we've just been with Beverly Hills in New York for such a long time. Um, before, <laughs> you know what it is. Before the move, since before the move. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no doubt about it. Like, uh, I mean, Bethany Frankel is just right up there with Jax in terms of personalities for me. You know, she, right. she's been around for a long, long time. Uh, but the they, they do such a good job of bringing in new people, right? The housewives change so often. Do you Denise, watch Denise, what's her name? With, Denise Richards? With your, with your wife? Is that the is that how you and your wife like you do some bonding time on all Bravo or do you watch your own Bravo and then you and your wife watch separate Bravo shows? Uh, we're we're team Bravo, no doubt about it. Um, she, you know, I resisted Vanderpump rules for the longest time. She was she was already in on Beverly Hills with Lisa Vanderpump, and I was like, no way, I'm watching a spinoff show, no way. Uh, but then it was better. Yeah. Then Vanderpump rules turned out to be our generation's Jersey Shore. <laughs> Facts. Fact, that's a factoid, ladies and gentlemen. Lawrence and I, Lawrence and I kind of fuck with like the the B level uh, yeah. Bravo shows, like like Housewives is obviously like the the premier tier. But Lawrence and I, like we that for whatever reason, like passes by, and we're all about like, well, besides Vanderpump, we're all about Below Deck, Southern Charm, uh, Southern Charm, Summer House, Summer House. Which is the best one? Which Summer one should House. I pick Summer, up Summer, as? Summer Southern, Southern, Charm, well, Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Southern, Southern Charm. Charm. Southern Charm. Am I going back into it? Do I need the storylines? Yes. Am I hopping Southern, right in? Southern Charm, I think you – well, ooh, go one season back maybe? Yeah. Southern Charm is really good. If you want a very – like Summer, Summer House is only in its third season. So, so go all the way back. Go all the way back for Summer House. Yeah. Southern Charm is – I think I want to say like season five, season six. There's been some crazy fucking drama including like – a state senator who like would uh, he was in jail for for doing so much blow with nineteen year olds that when he was arrested he was arrested for trafficking. That's how much fucking coke he had at his cokey parties. Very uh, cool, very very cool and guy. His father, who's like a beloved, legendary South Carolina senator uh, who has a bridge named after him, he's so racist that he actually doesn't carry around five dollar bills because they have Abraham Lincoln on them. Very, very not cool. I take it back. Very, very not cool. Yeah. 
Uh, so he got kicked off the show because he ended up like raping his nanny. Again, not a cool guy. Take it all back. I shouldn't have said. So, so go back. Cool. I regret that immediately. It was really messy, like from the get go, and now it's like it's kind of like entering Vanderpump, where it's like everyone's kind of like settling down and like. Sure. Wait a second. I'm 38. Maybe I shouldn't be getting blackout drunk. They all know they're on TV too, just like Vanderpump. It's the right amount of self awareness so that you fucking acted. You fucking. Oh! You know, clutch your pearls a little bit, you know, make it sexy for all the, the ladies and gentlemen at home. You know, they get it, but there's a fine line. This one does seem like I would want to go back because, I mean, even in Vanderpump, when you're getting the, the flashbacks from like six years ago, it feels so good to have been have lived that, right? You're like, it oh, oh, it oh, hits yeah. different. It hits different. It's also like, I'd be curious because like South, like Charleston, South Carolina is like the South, but it's, I think it's different than like Atlanta. Um, or most of Atlanta and as a, as a new transplant to Atlanta, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the, the old blood, like blue blood, uh, ness of Southern charm is very interesting where it's like, Oh, like my family's been on this land for sure. hundred years. <laughs> We're on the plantation that, you know, Oh, like nothing bad ever happened here. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in on it. Um, it sounds interesting. Uh, I guess that's going to be the one. <laughs> Um, all right, Trey, what TV are you not fucking with? Like, is there anything that people are hyped up on? That Tiger King. Tiger King was good. Tiger okay. King was good. The final episode or like, you know, the Joel McHale run it back sort of thing. Not so great, but it's like, whatever, we're going to watch it. It's on. Uh, but you know, I thought it was an incredible documentary, uh, just to experience probably could have been a few episodes shorter, but hmm. I love it. I went to one of those crazy, uh, like wildlife jungles when I was a kid. Yeah. My dad took me, like, their big attraction was a liger. I was like, oh, this is going to be wicked. I'm going to see a liger. Uh, so, Wait. you know, I was, like, probably eight years old, something Are like that. Are you a big cat weirdo? Are you, like, a big oh. cat loving weirdo? Because you look like it. You look the part. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I could easily slide into that world. Uh, have, I'm, have, I'm a lover both, of nature. Do you have both legs? Yeah. We can, for now. I mean, I'm trying to lose one. We'll see <laughs> which one. You look like what hippie Doc Ansel. But, yeah, exactly. Doc Ansel. Uh, apparently, he was, like, the prop provider for Britney Spears back in the yeah. day, right? For sure. It's a lucrative De- business. Definitely asked to be paid in sex. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's how they wrote, I'm a slave for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I looked up the owner of this, um, this old thing, you know, this old wildlife exhibit or whatever. And this guy was arrested for a murder for hire plot too. A completely Wait, different what? guy. So I'm like, okay, is this just something that happens with every big cat owner? Or have <laughs> many, many people been murder for hired? You got to fuck the history. You got to produce that that Yo. doc series. Yeah, dude, get on your shit, your executive producer shit. Make the show. All right. Well, I, I mean, it's on your guys' Zoom, so I think this means we're all in on it together. Oh, no, we, we own project. The, we own the IP now. This it's is tough. This is it's, tough. It's the it's the three of us and J.R. Smith. <laughs> you you son of a bitch! You idiot! You did it again! We own your IP, motherfucker. <laughs> Classic. What about what Classic. about movie? What about movies, Trey? What movies are you fucking with right now? Uh, we just watched The Way Back last night, this Ben Ooh. Affleck basketball movie. How is that? How, uh, fine. Yo, pe- people are saying it's like his like return to form. People, Fraser Tharp. <laughs> many, many people are saying. Fraser Tharp with a mouthful of fucking gushers. He was good, um, but he's playing an alcoholic. So I'm like, you're, you're, probably, you're, really, you're not really playing against type here. I think you're pulling from some personal experiences, but it was good. Um, it was like a GoPro strapped to his chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Wait, so it was it's actually a documentary footage, and they just turned it into a scripted movie. So it's the town, but he's an alcoholic? 
And it's basketball. And there's people playing basketball. Yeah. It's a little, there's a little Coach Carter element to it, no doubt about it. Barstool presents colon alcoholic Hoosiers. <laughs> uh, what else have I watched recently? Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I couldn't <laughs> Yo, believe it. Watch that on a plane. It kind of slapped. Yeah, I watched it on a plane too. It, <laughs> it kind of slapped. Exactly. It like randomly showed up on HBO. I was like, oh man, that's sad. I actually didn't go see a fast movie in theaters. I guess uh, I guess the fast, series has fast, passed me uh, by. Fast, fast presents. Yeah, exactly. Fast presents. It's a side mission. Yeah. It's a side mission. Hobbs and Shaw, they accidentally mentioned this mission on a Zoom and they're like, we got you, suckers. But that okay. was crazy to me. I was like, man, I'm watching a spinoff of two characters who weren't even in this. Right. They started it, but this feels like a whole new franchise to me. I was in on it. It's cool. I Are you like stoked it. for uh, F9, Return of Han? Han's great, man. Han <laughs> is like a crucial character. I was glad they figured out, no surprise, a way to actually bring him back. I mean, it was kind of predicted as soon as he went kaput. It was like, see you soon, bud. Um, <laughs> see you but, uh, yeah, of course. Of course I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see just how far they take it. We'll see. Wait, James, are you, you, are you hype on Han being back for representation purposes? Well, it's funny. So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Asian American classic Better Luck Tomorrow, which was actually directed by Justin Chen or Chen or Chen or whatever, uh, who who did Fast Five. And I think a few other fast films. It was about like Asian Americans, like, like finding themselves and whatever, like coming of age in like Carol in California. And Han was a character and he played like a fucking badass brooding cigarette smoking, like uh, Tokyo drift car driving motherfucker. And there was very much a, and I think that, um, his like big line in better luck tomorrow gets repeated in fast five as a little like Easter egg homage to What's uh, this little like thing, dude. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know. Is it actually know. good? You should, can you act it? Can you find it? Can I stall? And can somebody, James, can you Google it and do a, a dramatic read? For Trey and I, yeah. Um, sure. As we talk about, hey Trey, listen. Uh, here's a question. While I stall for James, to yeah, look. man. Well, are you a patron of this podcast? I'm not. Oh, you're, you're not. Okay. Kick me off now? No, no, no. Well, I mean, yes, but that's not the point. Because I was going to say is that we have been doing. Speaking of side missions, we've been reviewing movies, and I know you guys do this with no dunks. You guys mm. do like Zuby reviews. My question for you is: Do the fans, the hardcore, the the fucking boys and and girls, I'm sure in your case, not in ours, but that really make up the foundation. Do they like love that more than normal episode? The Zuvi side mission talk? They love it as much, for sure. Um, and I think that's something I'm sure you guys have experienced is that people like hearing you talk basically about anything. Um, yeah. And especially now, um, when we're in a, a period where it's like, yeah, sure, we can all watch the same movie. We all have access to the same stuff and the same amount of time we can do it. It gives you a shared experience. Um, and yeah, exactly. It's like, you've heard your buddies talk about white men can't jump at some point, but sure. here's some professional buddies talking about white men but can't the jump. Homies. The, the, hom- the, the professional homies. The professional it, homies. Maybe the homies who I support directly with my hard-earned money because I love them so goddamn much. Let me go to www.patreon.com slash fits maybe. Um, what was the last movie you guys did? Last movie we did was Love and Basketball. Okay. Wait, did you, are you doing the last dance for this too? Just last dance episodes. Well, I mean, it, in our separate, world, the last, dance is, is, the last dance is premium content right now. We're not, right. That's not a throwback or anything like that. You guys that's did like, gems. You guys did gems. We did gems. Yep. What did you think of gems? Just give us a pitchfork review score. Uh, give me an 8.5. I really? really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was great. For um, you, was it all about KG? 
Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the movie was great. KG was awesome. And, you know, he was the... He's for, so good, right? For the energy of the movie, it was like, they couldn't have had anybody else. They, and, you know, they talk about, like, whatever. Embiid was considered for it. Uh, Amari Stoudemire was considered for it. I think... Oh, Amari would have been so good. He's Jewish. Amari's Jewish. He, mm-hmm. didn't want to cut, he didn't want to cut his dreads for the role to, like, go oh, back, like, go back. nine Amari, yeah. No, that's the reason he didn't do it? Yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. Amari Stoudemire, you idiot. Yo, by the way, bear down. Uh, so there's, okay, real quick. There's no one uh, like line that connects them, but it is documented that Better Luck Tomorrow is part of the Fast and Furious universe because that is the like coming of age origin story of Han. Han Solo, if I'm not mistaken, right? Isn't yes. that like his full name or something like that? Um, uh, no, that's I don't great. know about that. But <laughs> wait, Chuck. No, I, think, I, don't, I don't know. Wait, really? The the Asian Han Solo? Solo? No, no, he didn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't want to correct you, but uh, oh, he just came of, out. Came out of high of, um, Amari or no, I'm, thinking uh, sorry, Damon, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Damon Stoudemire. Salim or Damon? Both, both Bearcats. Both oh, Bear okay. Down Wildcats. Is Amari Stoudemire related to Damon Stoudemire? I don't. Think so. Okay. But he, I think, think Damon and Salim though are. Okay. Yeah, I think they are. They are. Yo, the Damon Stoudemire go to the national championship? Uh he went to the final four against final Duke, four. I believe. All right, yo, just yo, that's just you know, that's just your bear down corner TM. TM. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for does. that. You know we do bear down. Uh, guard you, so, baby. so James, there's no there's no quote, so we should just move on. That was like a we'll that was on. like we'll a fine uh, fun uh, ten minute side mission. Fun well, side we mission. can talk KG though, because he was crazy. He was awesome in gems and he wor- we worked together for a long time. Um, enough oh, that right. he was we were like in the same changing room. So I would see KG and we would be able to, you know, like at we would be I in the same the green room. Uh, <laughs> we had no showers, man. We had no showers. It was straight fits. But uh, like you've never seen a bigger pair of Balenciaga speed trainers in your life. They're like, they're oh, right. humongous. Right? Because yeah. like, I mean, he's probably, I'm sure. You like sent us a picture. Something. I think you remember, I remember you sent us a picture because it's, it is absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. And I'm sure he's like, has to get a custom made all right. All right, like it has to, like right? crazy to see <laughs> like designer pieces in these gigantic sizes. His uh, jersey from the from the film is like up for auction. Oh, like, as part of the A twenty four. A twenty four is like raising money by like auctioning off like set pieces, and one of them is like his like number five Celtics jersey. Wow. Um, where are we? Film and TV. Yeah. <laughs> Films. You're. Are we talking about fucking with? Not fucking with. Lawrence, fill me in here. Yeah, yeah. What is, uh, have you watched any Zuvies in quarantine with either just by yourself or with your kids or your wife that you want to recommend to the folks at home? That I want to recommend? I like the nice guys. I actually watched the nice guys the other day with uh, oh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. No. You don't like it? No, that's Shane Ooh, Black. I don't like it. That's a Shane Black classic, bro. That's Gosling and fucking Gladiator, bro. That's right. It, it felt like a throwback. It felt like a throwback Wait, to me. Wait, James, felt- you don't like that? No. Oh, it's not similar to me, like, you know, like Taken felt like a movie that, like, it was an action movie that came out in the 2000s that should have came out in the 80s. That's what this was to me. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a 70s pulpy. It's fun. What Very homage I can't it believe like, it. Was a little too, <laughs> it was a little too navel-gazy for me. It was like, hey, like, too here's obvious. Here's, oh, a okay. here's an homage. Um, Trey, do you, have, do you have to watch, like, the trash TV and film that your kids are into? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, during the days. Uh, um, uh, but it's all right now because Disney Plus is, is around. So, you know, we will watch one Disney movie a day probably. Um, 
We watched Space Jam. I know you guys did oh, Space nice. Jam not too long ago. Um, Wait, what? No, Graham oh, did. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no not, not. That's my, my separate, streams are crossing. No, that's fine. That's separate intellectual property. Grill that's movie not, night. That's not throwing Fitz production. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, just like the Wu-Tang spinoff records. It's different. I get it. I get it. Um, but Space Jam, Space Jam, you know, I was a kid when it came out. It was like, okay, great. Perfect. This is a perfect movie for kids. Then I grew up and hated it because I'm like, oh man, this is so stupid. And now that I have kids, I'm like, oh, thank God. Again. This is great think, again. What do you think about uh, Jerry Krause being looking so similar to the fucking Monstars villain in Space Jam. What's his Mr. Name? Mr. Swaggerjacker. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> not a coincidence. I don't think anything's a coincidence. I'm buying Mr. everything. Mr. Swackhammer. Mr. Swackhammer. That's right. <laughs> that's ironically. That's also the nickname for KG's penis. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it was fine. Uh, you know, it was better than I remembered. Uh, that's for sure. Trey, I want to ask you this. We're asking um, all the homies during, you know, quarantine and pandemic. Uh, what are some ATL based businesses Ooh. that you want to shout out and that you're really fucking with um, and that you want to see like thrive in the post Corona world, or if they're still open for business now, I know that George is opening up again, liberate Georgia, or if they're just, you know, operating <laughs> like uh, no contact delivery, takeout, whatever. Like what are some ATL based businesses that you're fucking with currently? By the way, stay safe, bro. Please stay still and stay safe. Wash your ass. Yeah, I'm not going to be hitting up the bowling alleys, despite the fact that those are being opened up. Um, <laughs> I was like, that was, that was the thing. I was like, man, I'm, how many people are just sitting around like, oh, I would just love to be out there bowling. Get I just want to fucking, I just fucking throw some hooks. I just want to bowl. Just throw a tenner. So my favorite <laughs> lanes, my favorite set of lanes, the Atlanta Classic Lanes. So <laughs> slick and oily. So nice. <laughs> Who do you think uh, you are? Right? Folk, art, folk art is my local restaurant that I want to make sure survives everything. Folk and art? Folk art. art. Yeah, exactly nice. right. Um, How is it? It's just, it, I mean, it's just our local diner, but it's like, you know, they had just yes. expanded into Decatur. Um, so that was big for them. But then, of course, the, the pandemic struck. We've been quarantined. Uh, and are they doing, t- doing uh, takeout or delivery or what's They're about? doing gift cards. They're doing gift cards that you can get from the Decatur location. So that's so what I'm... Anyone in ATL, cop a gift card to Full Cart right now. Easy. Yeah, Mary Todd was my hairdresser, uh, which also is closed. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, yeah, like I don't look like I would be going to a hairdresser, but to make the, this beard look tight, you know, I still got to get a little trim skis here. I still got to get some weight taken out of the curls. Um, yep. So they're, yeah. they're in the same scenario, you know, like they just got the, the news like everybody else that they would be able to open. And they're saying, I don't think that's a good idea. We're right. staying closed, but Respect. You know, so that's that why the gift is card like, is so important because they're doing the right thing. So now yep. you can do the right thing to support that. And you're like, I'm going to be there. I'll be there when it's time to be there. We'll all create, figure it out together. Create the virtuous cycle, people. And Elmir and El Bandito are uh, more restaurants across the street. Elmir is like a little five points institution at this point. And El Bandito is the new kid on the block. And they're kind of right next to each other. And I would like them both to survive. So those are those are my four right now. Hell yeah. All right. So if you're listening and you're in the Atlanta area or not, just fucking cop up, cop a gift card, send Go it crazy. Trey Kirby. Trey, Trey, what's your home address? <laughs> I'm what's easy your, to find. Wait, Trey, what's your social what's your social security number? I didn't get that. What was that? I'll give you some digits. There's a three. <laughs> I need some Digimons. There's a three. All right. Well, you know, while you're not able to go to your favorite restaurants in the hood, you're obviously chefing up 
you and wifey, what are some quarantine meals that you've cooked up in the lab that you're fucking with right now? What's your go-to? Also, Lawrence, are you peeing in the fridge? No, I'm getting a box of wine. <laughs> Sick. No, I have box. I have box rosé just for podcasting. So. I heard this stream and I was like, is he? Oh, yo, can I mention something? So I don't know if anyone listened to uh, Dro part two. Uh, last week's episode on Thursday, somebody farts and it picks up. <laughs> it's it's you guys me. got a mystery fart. Me. That's great. Yeah, it, was it? Oh, it was definitely me. It was definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I heard it. I was listening to it. I heard it and I just, just started dying laughing. It's very obvious to me. I don't know if it, no one has said anything. Maybe All nobody people. listens. Maybe truly this is the proof that nobody listens to the podcast, but All it's these. just literally like, and, it's, <laughs> and no one addresses it. It rocks. All these roast veggies, bro. Yeah, out. the Brussels. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, quarantine meals. What have what you been chefing up that you're fucking with? We eat mostly plant-based, so I got to nice. re- recommend the Bon Appetit mushroom larb recipe. Shout out Andy Barragani again. Uh, that's what I made tonight. It's my favorite thing to make. It's become a standard in our like house. Like Thai larb? Yeah, all, along the same lines. Um, fish kids, sauce involved, of course. It? No, 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 no. Of course not. This is this is grown ups only. You know, put on a little R and B music and kick back with some mushrooms. That's just for mom. That's just for mommy and daddy. Yeah, my man. Yeah, we got peppers in here, girls. My man's booming. The larb. <laughs> I'm larbed up, dog. Larbed up on camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's good. It's good. You got to get those mushrooms crispy. That's the key thing. Uh, what else? I love. Uh, here's a here's a good one. A huge blueberry pancake. We're talking a twelve. Inch oh diameter full pancake skillet. full a skillet full, a full, full skillet pin. pancake a full uh, pippin we're doing a full pippin we're a pippin pancake <laughs> oh, we'll, it's oh, very we'll nerve wracking we'll get to that we'll get to it that. is nerve wracking to flip over a whole skillet <laughs> but it's but when you pull it off you feel like you're on top of the world hell yeah um anything you made that you're like really not fucking with that you're just like ooh what are your done. kids like what do you make the kitties. Interesting. Okay, you guys want to get into kid foods? I'm just curious because listen, listen. I'm not a fu- I'm no fucking baby, so I don't. That's right. How old? Okay, are well, I've got one daughter who's five years old, and she's a great eater. She eats <laughs> fruits and veggies. You know, we make her up for her. It's like we want to get her a fruit plate, and she can eat. She'll eat a little of the food that we're interested in as well. You know, like if we happen to make burgers, she'll want her own burger. But in general, nice. she's like, "Give me a turkey roll up. Give me a cheese flap." Our other kid, <laughs> all she wants is peanut butter and carbs, you know? Hell yeah. Peanut butter, maybe some apples, maybe a pepper, uh, but a lot of honey. She also no loves larb. honey. No, no larb. larb. <laughs> I haven't Sounds- been able to sneak any larb into any of these kids yet. Sounds like Chuck. <laughs> all right, uh, Trey, fuck would not fuck with working title complete. Thanks, Trey. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Yikes. You told us that you had 10 hours for us. So, you know, we, we allocated 10 hours. Um, we want to know. Hear, did you just hear my dog fart? No. Did you just mark it down? Because I just heard the dog fart loud nice. enough that I had to like look around for this. I saw you okay. turn around and I was like, damn it. Did one of his kids like fall down or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, Wow. I thought that was a human. I definitely thought that was a human. No, we, All right, Trey, no obviously fun. we are a, we're John's focused podcast, so we want to play Last John, Next John, a little game before we get into the meat and potatoes. We want to know what was the last John you copped and what's the next John that you're going to cop that you got your eye on real quick. So first up, last John you copped at retail, full price, no plugs. No Tron or right, plugs. Right, right, right. 
<laughs> no Trunner plugs. Yeah, I do got another pair of Trunners coming in the mail. Uh, no, uh, my last John was a Bon Appetit shirt, and on the back it just says beans. Ooh, uh, it supports oh. uh, like the World Kitchen Association, I believe. Yo, um, I, Trey, I don't know if you're a Natty Wine guy, but as a now we're pretty much a Natty Wine-focused uh, podcast. Saw dude. some slander on the timeline because Bon Appetit, they dropped the, the Natty Wine tote, and some yep. people, some snobs... Some gauche ass motherfuckers were like, now Natty Wine is canceled. It's unfortunate. Straight edge weirdos. <laughs> People are ready to flip just like that, you know? You can't uh, cancel But you the put beans on a shirt, I'm in. You can't yeah. cancel Mother Gaia, Mother Nature. That's what you fuck with, all uh, about, do you, baby. Do you fuck with beans for breakfast? Like, what, what, are, you, what are you consuming these beans? <laughs> Well, uh, okay. I mean, beans as a food, great, great food. Beans as a word, I mean, top notch. I mean, one of the funniest <laughs> words possibly to say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you guys have gone through a big breakfast beans phase, and I was like, <laughs> I got, I got to give it a shot again, you know? Because I mean, it, it's sometimes it sounds ridiculous on its face, but beans are almost made for breakfast, right? Oh, bro, well, I fu- I fuck with breakfast beans. I fuck with savory breakfast and breakfast beans. Heavy. That's a motherfucking factoid, dude. This podcast is a big savory breakfast podcast. And I know this because I was at Balthazar with the fucking boys fucking running up a check on Uniqlo. <laughs> we, we got two we got two pictures of beans shout and out two to, green juices. Shout out to Lifewear. <laughs> shout out to Lifewear because the boys were living life and we were eating good. Trey, are you on a are you are you fucking Rancho Gordo gang? Oh, oh Rancho Gordo up, dog. Oh, no doubt about it. Like God, I got, 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 uh, got, got one shot. bag of beans just waiting here, and I'm like, every day I'm like, is today the day? Is Damn, today the day? No, 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 no. We gotta save it. We gotta this is, save it. This is beansnobiety.com. <laughs> Damn, dude, hype. But I mean, to me, it's like it, quality ingredients is the biggest flex right now. Because anytime yes. you know my wife comes home with like any sort of groceries. It just seems amazing to me to be seeing new foods. I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot about arugula. Better so, ingredients. You, know, you got a quality Rancho Gordo bean. Better pizza. Trey Kirby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Damn, that's what a kiwi looks like. Uh, all right. And what is your next? So your last John was the Bonap beans tea. Yeah. Your next John, what's that? My next John is going to be a Nike flat cap. You okay. remember, like, we're talking, like, a Samuel L. Jackson Kangle. Nike with the no brim? <laughs> we're talking the Nike one. I saw Tony Kukoc wearing one. I was like, gotta have it. Gotta yeah. have this. Because I, I, like, I completely forgot about this sort of Wait, thing. Where's Kukoc know. from? Croatia? Yeah, Croatia. Um, so, is that, is that, okay. And forgive me for not being sophisticated. Is that, uh, like, a Slav type? That's, that's like, Slav, Slavic? Slav, Slav boy chic. Is this it's Slav adjacent? Croatia is Slav adjacent, or they're full Slav? Somewhere in there? I, I, I think I, I don't want to right answer to that question, but nobody I know knows. he was one of many bulls wearing this backwards Nike cap, so I'm like, I got to go on and you find it. A, but you want to be a Slav boy? I want to be, I want to look and I want to be looking fancy with a flat cap. Um, <laughs> I'm here for headwear, just in general. Professional um, answer. You know, I mean, uh, I'll wear a beret, no big deal. Um, I'll wear any sort of hat. I got the tall enough head for it. That's the reason. Um, but for the me, Jordan, like I got a, the Jordan beret. What were your thoughts? I loved it. I loved it, man. I loved, uh, he had this look, you know, when they're walking through Paris, he's got on like the black, uh, hooded sweatshirt with the black beret. It looked tough. I was like, this is incredible. Look, uh, I tried it out. People said I looked like Leonardo da Vinci. 
Ooh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's a great compliment. Hey, that's hey, Michael Jordan of his time, if you will. How much French do you speak? <laughs> that, that hat was ridiculous, right? Like the little tiny, just tiny little gray and black beanie. Um, but uh, I mean, I, that's what I want. I've been looking on eBay and I just don't know how confident I feel about putting my head into somebody else's head from 20 years Ooh, ago. Right? Yeah, that's, sure. that's where I'm right. a little nervous about. Yeah. Um, sure. And I don't know about you, Trey, but uh, Lawrence and I and Chuck, we've like gotten, you know, in going stir crazy, we've all made strange quarantine cops. Is there anything that uh, you've copped that's been like quarantine specific where you would never have copped it outside of this being lockdown? I mean, I copped Healy's, right? Lawrence, <laughs> what was your strangest quarantine cop, Lawrence? My strangest quarantine cop. I don't know if I have one, to be honest. Maybe you broke. Uh, Chuck, what was your strangest <laughs> Chuck's, Chuck's, been like, Chuck, Chuck's been copping like two cases of natty wine a week. Yeah, a lot of natty wine. Cop the volcano. Seven hundred volcano. Seven hundred dollar bong, basically. Uh, so, Trey, is there anything that you copped like specific to this being quarantine, where it's like you never would have bought this in real life? You know, it's actually it also in my next John category. I'm buying a driving wheel for my PlayStation. Like, I want to play an F1, be driving around. But uh, what Wait, else? Trey, I- Trey, you're a gamer? No, not at all. That's why it's a bad idea, but... Um, what are you playing right now? Gran Turismo? Well, okay, I'm playing a game called Dishonored 2, where I'm supposed to be a very stealthy assassin. I can't get out of the second level, so nice, pretty nice. bad at that game. I also uh, tried F1, wrecked my car almost immediately, yeah. but I'm deep into the F1 world, so I'm like, maybe it's easier if you have the driving right, right, you know, right, like right. It, Yo, the, the F1... designed to be drived. The F1 doc series on Netflix is cat. Oh, yeah, exactly right. Yo, um, yo, did, did you guys see that they had uh, professional drivers like doing the ga- like racing on NASCAR. the NASCAR? That's the NASCAR then, shit. That's and then the that dude said, said, said the N word. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that was crazy when Trey said the N word. He got canceled, I think, immediately <laughs> from, the, from the digital NASCAR series. That was that crazy. Was wild. It's tough. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Senna, the documentary about oh, like, the great. Michael Jordan of F1 racing? He's from who, Brazil, right? Who died? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a guy at the peak of his powers in an extremely popular sport that we don't have the context of in America, but like at a Michael Jordan level. And yeah. because of the, the, the unfortunate politics and the safety lack of regulations really of the, the sport itself, he died. But he was that good. It was, it's, it's insane. And his fits are big gas. Oh, yeah. He's got incredible looks. And like yeah. you're saying, we don't really Anton have the frame Senna. of reference for it. Yeah. Like just the, the scope of like, you know, the, the fame that he had at the time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, having now watched the Netflix doc, you're like, you kind of understand it a little bit more. So you're back in that right. world. So I, I watched Senna years and years ago. But now I'm like, I got to go back and see this. I also want to awesome. go back. There's like a like a Hemsworth movie where he plays some sort of F1 driver. I'm like, I with, think I saw with, this. Yes, with yes, Sylvester yes. Stallone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, wait, Sylvester you, Stallone, maybe I'm a little less interested now if he's actually in it. But I was like, I don't know about this. Wait, um, Stallone is... There's the, a Stallone F1... Uh, wait, wait, wait. And I'm pretty sure it's with Hemsworth. Hold on. Yeah, but I, that to me is like, I watched that... Rush, on Rush, Rush. yeah. But 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 Stallone is in Rush. No, Stallone is going to be in a movie called Driven. I bet James yes. James 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 James. He and they get, <laughs> like, the driver for that is uh, like the quarterback from Remember the Titans, Ronnie Sunshine Bass. 
Rush is about the one dude versus Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda, exactly. Nikki Lauda is in the center shit. He, he right as a the real Nikki Lauda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's like all these crossovers and all these legendary drivers that they made movies about, and I was like, cool movies, but I had no idea about it. And I'm like, and now I know at least what's happening. Uh, maybe I'll like these even more. Right. I mean, Trey, now that you now that you've caught the uh, the the gamer wheel. <laughs> well, he's going to. Oh, no, this is your strangest quarantine cop, right? This, this is going job. to be. This is going oh, to be my next job. Next job. Yeah. Next job. Bro, maybe you can uh, finally, you know, beat all GTAs or some shit. I don't know. Get really into it. Sure. I mean, if I got the start wheel, watching, I can play any start game. Start watching then. F1 while fucking taking it to the left. Some dude went viral for playing... Chuck, what's the new gun game that you play? You score? Warzone. Yeah. Some dude played Warzone with a wheel. Oh, I saw that. He yeah, went and, he went, and he went viral. He won. And he went, and he went viral and some shit. So, Trey, you should do that. Obviously. All right. I mean, I'll do anything to go viral. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, Chef. I'm going to need you to hit that motherfucking outro music as we get into the meat and potatoes behind the paywall with Trey Kirby on the only podcast that matters, Throwing Fits, baby. Everybody know I'm better. Hey, yeah, I'm better. Hey, it don't matter. Hey, Boy, I start on the bottom. Made my way to top. Boy, I'm gon' keep winning.